Uh-huh. That's what they say. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 252. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Chaz. I'm Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Zachanada. <laughs> uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, we are doing Terminator 2 Judgment Day for Chaz's mystery theme that is still going. We have... This movie and the next whatever movie he's he's picked, and then we have to guess whatever theme it is. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Terminator Two today. Um, and I know I've said it a thousand times. I said it on my stream where Andy made fun of me. Terminator is my favorite franchise and movie. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't remember what I said. Did I, I say I, anything I, divisive? I, I think I was just. I think he says you were just being like a smart aleck. You're like, you love Terminator? No way. Yeah. Yeah. So Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, again, he picked this because it's part of his theme. Uh, but there's there's definitely a tone shift from Terminator 1 to Terminator 2, by the way. Uh, because Terminator 1 is like more of like a horror in a way where it's like a machine is chasing after you, kind of like a Michael Myers. Uh, they they have it in Terminator 2 with the liquid uh, Terminator, but it's more like action thriller. Uh, and some people say that this is probably one of the best sequels ever made. Um, I, I would say so. Uh, yeah. But So if you remember, because we have to kind of like talk about one before we talk about two, because... Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in one, two, three, Dark Fate and Genesis. So he started in like five out of the six Terminator movies. Um, in the first one, he's the bad Terminator. In the second one, he's the good Terminator. Uh, because the mission in the first one was to kill Sarah Connor so that John Connor would not be born. And then I guess Skynet with all the time travel fuckery is like we fucked up the first time now we got to kill john connor in the second one so that's the mission for the liquid uh terminator guy wouldn't it have been nice in 1992 one when did this come out 92 whenever wouldn't it have been nice back then to go see this movie in theaters for the first time and not you know not be spoiled on what happens in it, but you did see Terminator one and they do such a cool job at the beginning of all oh, two people arrive from the, the future. One of them's the Arnold Schwarzenegger, big, scary oh. robot man. And you're like, that's the bad guy right there. I saw Terminator. That guy's evil. And mm -hmm. then they let you just keep thinking that up until the scene in the mall where he takes a shotgun out of the roses. One of the cool scenes in the movie. And then you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? <laughs> It almost kind of has like a, 
and we're probably going to talk about this in our Metal Gear Solid. Uh, kind of has like a Metal Gear Solid 2 kind of feel where you're like going into this knowing, hey, this person's this character. And then like you get swerved, bro. The, the little Vince, Vince Russo swerve. But this movie's better than uh, Vince Russo. Uh, so I just did two connections of two different podcasts, by the way. Uh, so shout out getting some color and shout out to uh, a podcast to surpass Metal Gear. I always fuck up that title, but I, we'll we'll figure out a way to shorten it. It'll become like surpass Metal Gear or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I would like to say like we shouldn't like summarize because everybody fucking seen this movie. I think like the whole planet Earth probably saw this. So there. I guess we could go on what is your favorite scenes in this movie? Because I have plenty and there's a plethora. Uh, I fucked up that word, but from beginning to end, I think the movie is chef's kiss. Uh, because again, you start off when he's in the the bar, which again is a funny scene uh, because the, the motorcycle guys are like, you know, get the fuck out of here. And he takes the cigar and shit. And then I always like pop when he throws the guy onto the stove and he's like, <laughs> and he gets all, uh, you know, burnt up and shit. I don't know why. I just think it's funny just seeing the guy just burn on the stove. Uh, I don't want to be too much of like, you know, a Deborah Downer here, but mm-hmm. you said the movie's good throughout. And that's always been my impression of it. So this time, like I was like, oh, this movie, this is like the baddest movie ever made, right? I fucking love this movie to death. So mm-hmm. I'm just look for stuff to like nitpick, just so we have something to discuss. Yeah. Also, I didn't have to try that hard. Something I never really think about, the middle, like the, the dead center of the movie, kind of gets a little slow for me. Like when they get away from the city and she just goes and talks to her friends in the desert and they're trying to figure out, oh, they're oh, they're gonna go back into town and attack. Well, uh, what's his face? The the guy Miles is that his name? Miles. Miles. Yeah, Miles yeah, like a middle part where there's, you know, like my adrenaline wears off a little bit. Well, you need that so you can calm down. I, I get. It's just I don't know. The, the beginning and the end of the movie are just you know so finely tuned and so much fun. I, again, it's not like oh it's ruining the movie for me. It's just you know if I'm looking for something, the middle of the movie is it gets a little gets a little slow for a minute, but you know, it kind of has to in order to develop its plot. I, I don't know how you would fix that. I'm just saying as long as see, like, I agree with you because that's like one of the scenes where I kind of like chill out, but you also get like cool scenes where John Connor, who never had a father figure because obviously Kyle Reese uh, is the father and he dies in the first movie. So he has no father figure and you kind of see him have talks with, the Terminator, in a sense, where he's learning stuff. By the way, deleted scene, uh, because remember, he says he's a neuron, uh, a net processor, a learning computer, and they the, they delete a scene where, remember the garage area where they take the bullet holes out of uh, Arnold? Apparently, there's a scene where they ask him about his learning abilities and stuff, and he's only on read-only mode. So he's only following based off of what John Connor told him in the future to come back and do, and that's it. Yeah, they got to do a cold reboot on him. Yeah, so they take the chip out, and there's a scene where like Sarah Connor is like about to take a fucking mallet and like smash it, yeah. and then Edward Furlong's uh, greatest acting ever, and, like whine like a bitch and said, "No, we got to save him. He needs to learn." Is that a cut scene? 
Uh, that yeah, yeah, it's a it's a deleted scene. Oh, it's in it's in this DVD version I have. It's weird. Oh, so you probably got the director's cut or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it says enhanced edition. It was like when they first you know DVDs came out and they were still kind of like standard. I mean, of course, DVDs are standard definition, but they weren't doing anything to the picture. And then they said, "Oh, we're gonna make the picture look high definition." It's a high definition DVD, which it technically isn't, but it was like one of the first ones they did in a big fancy silver case or what the fuck ever mm-hmm. well, it's pretty cool. but it, i guess it just they just threw in a bunch of scenes i i didn't know it i've i've owned this thing since like 2003 or something like i never knew <laughs> and, and it's funny the the quote that i have under my name no fate but what we make ourselves was cut on the original th- th- theatrical uh, uh version that came out in 92 uh, because I think like uh, John Connor only mentions it a little bit. Where he's like, "No fate until we make ourselves," and they're like, "Oh no, he's gonna go kill Miles Dyson and stuff." And that's when they jet to the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they mention it more times because it was cut in the first movie too. Because Kyle Reese tells that quote to Sarah Connor, and then Sarah Connor tells it to John Connor, um, and that's why he remembers the quote and stuff. Uh, but that quote itself too, because you said that's like the the boring part in a, in a sense a little bit think about it this way too they escaped the terminator they went off grid essentially let's just play that the terminator just like doesn't know where they are anymore because they're off the grid it it's did. not part of, yeah it's not part of any uh electrical or telephone or something like that they were gone away from that terminator but because sarah connor is like so like her mission is to stop Judgment Day and stop this nuclear holocaust that's going to happen because of Skynet. She veers back into the uh, the Terminator's crosshairs again when she goes back to Miles uh, Dyson's place. So I kind of like the scene a little bit that they're in the desert because they have a chance to escape and possibly have John Connor become this leader. And I also just want to mention, too, that in the book, in the novel, there is no there's there's no Terminator three. There's no salvation and there's no dark fate. Literally, what happens is they blow up Cyberdyne. The Terminator goes into the, the lava thing and they destroy every technology and Judgment Day never happens. It's never inevitable. Uh, John Connor becomes a senator because obviously if he's a leader of the future um army i guess he's a leader in politics or whatever uh, i don't know if i like that i mean i i guess that's okay i just he's so outrageously anti-authority for him to become a politician just seems well there's a deleted scene by the way because uh sarah connor is really old she's sitting on the park bench and john connor and her his daughter are like on the swing and stuff and she like mentions he's a, a senator but james cameron took it out because they wanted to be ambiguous and always it was during a time like literally after the cold war and stuff with russia and they're like if we keep on going down this path we might have a nuclear holocaust so let's just remind people that ais are bad and nukes are bad <laughs> i could fall out a little bit because the the terminator is telling them uh the this day they launched the missiles at russia and, and john connor goes why they're our friends now and i was like no <laughs> yeah that's funny uh, but yeah, like I agree with you. 
that that part is kind of like your adrenaline's gone because you're all pumped up and shit. You just saw like John Connor run away from this liquid Terminator. The fucking this the yeah, scene where the, be, the, the truck all action all the time. I understand that. I'm just yeah. You know, if, if I'm looking for least favorite part of the movie, it's that middle part. Mm-hmm. I mean, they also it's... they also wanted a reason to have that like epic shot with their their current CGI of them just decimating Los Angeles. Right? Yes. Where like, she's like, yeah, she's like watching and she's having that dream and she yeah. just sees everything burn. Like, yeah, if, if, it, if it was just an excuse to do that, okay. It had the plot and you could see that awesome graphic, which is crazy looking at people like being turned to ash and then just pulled yeah, away. It, the the cool. shot of the city being turned to pixels looks like trash. And then the <laughs> practical shot of like the paper people getting blown away and then the skeleton on the chain link fence looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's a funny part. Yeah. But I mean, for the time, like we were saying before, if you'd watch this, like at that day and age, it probably looked really cool compared to what yeah. you yeah, yeah. see. Otherwise you go home, like I'm gonna play Sonic the Hedgehog. Now this is great. I love the nineties. I'm going to get Terminator on my second CD. Okay. Sega CD, I guess. But... Well, the Terminator arcade was cool. Hell yeah, it was. That that's one thing I like. If I ever get my own place again, I want to get the Terminator arcade machine. Just Sorry. put it in my room. But uh, I want to hear like your guys, uh, Chaz. Like, what's your favorite scene or what? What was something that you want to talk about in this movie that you just felt was great? Oh, I'm glad you asked me. I was about to ask you why you chose this film. No. <laughs> 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 you, you you have talked nonstop. I, I, it's actually a good thing. It's endearing. It shows that you truly do love this movie. I mm-hmm. actually really like it. No, uh, no. I, I mean, I, I love this movie as a kid. I remember watching it. Now, of course, I didn't watch it. Until I was like, a little older, but like. I guess it was like first time on TV or something, but I just watched it over and over and over. It's like, man, this movie's awesome. There's like a lot of, a lot of different great scenes. Um, I mean, of course we already talked about the beginning, something important to you'd mentioned about the whole tonal thing. Yes. There it's one of those things at first you wouldn't catch it. So it's great to not think, Oh no, he's, he's back. Okay. What's happening this time. And until you have the moment where he unveils the, the shotgun for the box of flowers that, he's actually there to protect him. Uh, the important thing is he is completely, he acts very differently in terms of how he interacts with people uh, in this movie compared to the first specifically, he doesn't kill people mm-hmm. like right away. He, he, unless he has to be lethal, even unless he's directly told, he actually still doesn't go out of his way to actively kill anyone. He'll do something to stop them so he can get what he wants, but he doesn't kill anybody in that bar. I mean, no. He maims a bunch of people, but like that's different versus the other person just immediately kills him. So if you, just, it's a subtle thing. You may not pay attention or notice right off because you're still seeing him and just walk, getting caught up in the action. But it's a good thing that like on repeat watches you realize, oh, okay, there actually are pretty pretty obvious signs that he's different than he was the first time around. You know, in the first movie, he didn't fuck around. He just naked and just fucking killing people sort of the t1000 when he when the cop finds him he like punches him in the gut real hard and you could argue he doesn't kill him you could make that argument and then the t1000 takes his uniform and is in the police car 
And then you don't know that he has killed anyone until after the confrontation at the mall. And you also that's don't true. see his stupid silver bullshit until after the confrontation at the mall. That's why it's so cool because oh, the viewer has no idea. Neither yeah. Terminator has really killed anyone. And honestly, Arnold has inflicted more violence than uh, Robert Patrick has at that point. So you're, you're right. like, so you don't really know what's going on. And plus, one of them is a scary biker guy with a shotgun, and the other one's, one's a, a cop. cop. He's a narc. So that's uh, a, that's another like it's the movies, the the movies trying to be. Oh look, he's a cop. He's a good guy, right? And then the movies like, mm-hmm. psych. This is an anti-authority movie. Fuck the cops. Fuck the police. And oh, then exactly. it goes from there. Zach, you're able to help me because I actually wanted a different quote today. It's from the video I'll talk about later in our, our final word or last word stuff. But I wanted to use it because of this movie because it, it like was thematically on point. Do you remember the quote from uh, Mayor Hagar in Final Fight? Uh, he's like, always deliver the fists of justice. Never trust the police. <laughs> no, I <laughs> forgot that quote. It's, it's relevant. I watched it tonight night and he quoted it. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, I want to use that, but then I forgot to put it on. So until you brought up the the cop thing, but but yeah, no, you, you are right. It, it is, and again, especially if you have none of this spoiled, you've never seen the movie, nothing like it's it's still great suspense because you're like, wait, there's there's two. I don't know who's who. Uh, you don't know who's gonna save. It. And again, like you said, it, he very well could be a man from the future. Instead, it was just like in the first movie. He may just be someone from the future come back to save him. So they, they do kind of turn it on you. But it's after the fact that you know what's going to happen. You can look for those subtle things. Go, oh, well, he's actually not as – he's violent, but he's not lethal. So, But like you said, uh, Robert Patrick's not that way Like until after the fact. And then he's just like, nope, I'm going to fucking put weird sword needle liquid shits through people's head because it's fun. The first person he kills is in the hallway – at the mall it's that janitor that's yeah. that's to drive the point home in case there's any ambiguity left I was like, wait a minute i don't think this guy's a good guy i still like Maybe. the part where he's like going through the clothing store and he looks at the mannequin that's like silver and he's like silver yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny he's like yeah I, yeah i'd do it i'd do that guy also he shoves <laughs> kids in the arcade also, just, yeah, yeah. Speaking of the arcade, this is this is apropos of very little. But later in the movie, when they're at the desert hideout and they're looking at all the guns, John Connor's like, "Yeah, my mom taught me how to do all this stuff, and I didn't know there was a difference. And then I got put in the system, and all the other kids were into Nintendo." It's like, motherfucker, you were at an arcade at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you calling the kettle black, dude? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, he was there playing Afterburner. Shit, it's because he hates Nintendo. Afterburner and Missile Command. It's Nintendo. That's what it is. I guess kid so. gets it. He's that's a why Sega I, guy. I get it. Guy, yeah. yeah, that's why yeah, I said you went home and played Sonic. You didn't go home and play Super <laughs> Mario World after you, or Super Mario Three. You weren't going home play like... gay shit. <laughs> Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. <laughs> Speaking of oh. like arcade, uh, Zach and Andy's Terminator? favorite movie, Burning Commando. What was Hulk Hogan playing? Was that Afterburner? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Afterburner. Yeah. I do not recall. Yeah, when he goes into the arcade and he's like, he breaks the fucking arcade machine. Like, you got the highest score. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, also, Bobby Budnick was in this movie. This is a crossover from Salute Your Shorts. This is how it, he got in trouble with the police. Oh, yeah. That's how he ended yeah, up at right. Camp Onawana. That's that's what happened. I mean, he's already a delinquent. He just continued down that road. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, that's the little shithead with the, the orange mullet, right? Or whatever. Yeah, Bobby Budnick. Yeah, fucking, yeah, what's his name? Have it's, you guys seen that meme that goes around? Actor. Uh, meme, Danny Cooksey. Yeah. 
yeah. meme that goes around about how he saved everyone because he knew to instinctively lie to the police. Have you seen that? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That's really funny, but like he's doing it to protect his friend. It's not necessarily always lie to the police, which you should do anyway, but it's like this cop is looking for his friend. He does it to watch his back. I don't know. I just uh, it, it always it always struck me the wrong way. I'm never a, narc never narc on your friends. Never narc. That, Fuck that's, yeah. That's, yeah. They I, can I'm, narc on other motherfuckers if you're not affiliated with them. Just don't narc on your friends. Yes, true. <laughs> Fuck the police. Uh, anyway, I'm not a truck expert, but I am. A dirt they could bike. not make that jump. No, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I was going to explode. We did like, the math. <laughs> that's my second question. My first question, would it be able to keep up with a dirt bike? Maybe. Uh, probably, because dirt bikes don't have that fast of a top speed. Yeah, it's probably a, truck- like a little two-piston bullshit engine and the truck's probably got like a big SV8 in it or something. I'd say top yeah. speed of an average dirt bike is probably 40-45 miles per hour. Okay, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So. That's why the Harley comes in fucking Arnold saves the Harley's him. got a real engine, yeah. It's yeah. Got a real yeah. Engine with a man on it. A machine man. A machine. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, how much does he weigh? <laughs> like, he's a big, giant metal robot, and that motorcycle's carrying him just fine. I don't it's, know. it's made out of future metal bullshit, you know? That's, it's like yeah, lighter. It's like... Uh, Astro metals. He's probably like made out of aircraft. Your uranium lined titanium fucking alloy bullshit. Uranium titanium made yeah. by human yeah. slaves. You guys ready? We're gonna we're just gonna retcon the whole thing. Disney's gonna buy the rest of James Cameron's no. library. Oh please no. God! And then they're gonna tie it to the Marvel universe, and he's made of vibranium. There you go. Yeah, I actually yeah. don't care because all James Cameron wants to do now is make stupid fucking Avatar movies. I wish he'd do something else. He's gonna make oh, like yeah. seven of them. Yeah. That's, Listen, that's, that man. That's, that man's he's a going into the time. sunset with Avatar. He doesn't even give a shit anymore. He's like, I'll just do the fuck I want. I made them so much money. I can do whatever I goddamn please. I got to go fucking see the Titanic, and other people tried that shit, and you saw what happened to them. So he's like, I'll go back down there again if I want to. And I'll do Logitech it right. Controller. I mean, plenty of other people <laughs> tried it before. The difference there is just some dumbass wanted to make something out of like what was it, carbon fiber. Oh yeah, <laughs> guy goes down there in a fucking Fisher Price submarine. It's pretty what happened. <laughs> pretty much. Mattel. Yeah. Uh, I want Titanic Two Judgment Day. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, there is a Titanic Two. I saw a joke about uh, someone said something. It was like when that submarine stuff happened, and it was some joke about what their their sonar or something looked like, and it was that picture from Spaceballs, and they had the edge of sketch. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they like, have yeah, like the Logitech funny. controller for like yeah. the fucking things. <laughs> the PS2, yeah. Oh uh, god! But J- uh, but funny, you bring up James Cameron and Avatar. Uh, he did bring up that they want to like do. You know how like they did Halloween two, and then they're just like, oh, we're gonna do a reboot sequel kind of thing. Yeah, uh, they're they're thinking about doing that with Terminator, where like Terminator three doesn't count anymore uh dark fate doesn't count anymore because apparently james carmen was a producer on dark fate with matt reeves because i think matt reeves did ter- uh, dark fate and they had a fallout because uh, like james carmen's like no nah, bitch you gotta do it this way and matt reeves like no nah, bitch i'm doing it my way i got the movie and and the pr- fucking production company why does james side. cameron care i don't know but i do want a james, james cameron terminator sequel <laughs> i because I, I feel like he'll do it justice. Because it's his series. It's yeah. never been anywhere near as good ever since he stopped fucking making them. Yeah, because mm. he's a better filmmaker than these clowns. 
Yeah, he's a better why, filmmaker than ninety-five percent of people in Hollywood. Do you just make something and not care about it ever again? No, I, I just—he's <laughs> moved on. He's doing other things. He made really good Terminator movies, and they had a pretty good conclusion. And they're like, "We're gonna make more. You can either get on board and make money, or not." He's like, "Guess I'll fucking no, cash a check." He wanted to go hang out with Echo the Dolphin and shit. That's he right. was more fucking invested wanted, in that. Wanted to go to the sea. Go into the water. Yeah, I didn't even realize there there are like multiple new trailers out for the the next Terminator movie. Although I'm not clicking on any of these, so I don't even know if they're real or there's fan made bullshit. No, they're probably fan made. I I didn't see it. Terminator Seven End of War teaser trailer came out like End three weeks war. ago. I don't know. End I don't know. It so would have got like trending. I didn't see it trending on social media, so it's probably a fan made. That's what I'm uh, thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zach, what about you? Like. Is there any scenes that like you want to talk about as far as like what was good or maybe what you found kind of down? Maybe. No, there's not really much about this movie I don't like. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you could you could like talk about how it's it's kind of like slow and they're in the desert, but that's where all the fucking character development shit happens, and that's where all the mm-hmm. you, you calm down and you learn some things. It's it's it, it has to be there. This that is actually something it's a strength and so it's, it's slightly not to disagree with Andy because I I could get how somebody could find something like the nitpick about it being slower but I feel like this movie has nearly the perfect blend for like what it is as an action movie and whatnot it has the perfect blend of of how it it culminates its action as well as having the time for the plot development because you're not just going mindless action nonstop. Like it takes the time to have the character arc. And again, it is a sequel, so it's feeding onto that, but it still does a good job. You can watch this movie without necessarily watching the other one. I mean, it's so much better if you've watched Terminator one first, but this is also a movie that you can watch on its own and it still sticks all the same because of how it builds up. It explains things really well without giving you too much and just making you feel stupid you uh there's still a lot of thought-provoking elements to the the film in terms of its messages and and building the characters and what their motivations are but then you just have all the action that's there and they don't hold back i mean like how ridiculous and over the top is is it he has the minigun the grenade launcher fuck yes it's absolutely absurd he didn't have it when they went in it pops so much I mean, he yeah, like spawns it. He like opens up his his weapon wheel, and he's like, eh, "Listen, I <laughs> it was from the desert when he went." We can't. Well, I know, but when they when they're at the um the front desk, he's not carrying anything big enough to be a. Minute That's a deleted desk. scene in the 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 uh, renegade cut that he 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 walked in there with it. It's oh, like Metal God. Gear. It's it's, uh, it's in his ass. <laughs> yeah, it's up his ass. That's probably yeah. my favorite scene, just because all the carnage and shit. Um. I also oh, really yeah. like the scene when, like, they're at the phone booth. Oh, they're, yes. calling his, they're calling his stepmom. Your foster and he parents talks to his dead. stepmom. It's like, your foster parents dead. And that spawned a whole meme template. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Several. Like, like my favorite is like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Resident Evil? is like, I like Resident Evil 3 Remake. Your foster parents are dead. That scene oh, yeah. ends with my other problem with the movie, though, and that's that an innocent dog dies. Yes. Well, it, a, a machine killed the dog. So. I know, and then he gets his. That son of a bitch. Yeah. Ter- I mean, Terminators hate dogs because yeah. dogs sense Terminators. Right. That's what I, also, 
also like which is scene. interesting because they don't really explain that. That's something you got to know from the first movie. I hadn't thought about that till just now. That's yeah. true. Yeah, if your dog is barking, your dog is really barking because yeah, it's it's something like he's picked up on. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost or Terminator? If your dog's barking, or a man, I'm pretty sure the dog out back in behind the front my yard. Pretty, I'm pretty sure the dog <laughs> out back behind my house is just stupid. He's, I don't think there's Terminators or ghosts. It reminds me <laughs> of that meme of the little girl hiding under the desk while Terminators are in the fucking... <laughs> yeah. Oh, like oh yeah. That's a great template. <laughs> yeah. Or like the other one where it's like it shows a Terminator and it's like, it's like the IRS, like Buenos Dias, whatever you earn, like $25 or some shit. <laughs> but, like, but no, uh, my other favorite scene actually is the one where uh, Sarah Connor breaks out of the, psych- the, the mental institution. Mm-hmm. Um, that fucking shit was great. Especially when like... The creepy ass fucking like g- guy like licks her and everything. Oh yeah, and the orderly. Just, yeah, and she God. just like no sells it perfectly, and then you know what happens? She busts his fucking face, and it was great. James <laughs> Cameron does that. an amazing job at making you hate people, and then setting it up so that they get they get what's coming to them, and it's so satisfying every time. He the, the writing is so brilliant that way because everyone smart. who gets their ass beat in this movie, you're like, yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> the smarmy fucking psychologist or whatever. That's right. Yeah, him too. From the first movie and he's back here. I, I forgot actually it was the same guy. I, I, I watched Terminator 1 uh, the night before I watched this movie nice. just because it had been so long. I was like, I want to watch the first one again. He's like, in the oh, third it's the same one. guy. I, I forgot. Yeah, uh, what did you say, Dubs? He's in the third one too. Uh, there's a Yeah, he they, they it's a, like a comedy scene. Because he's like all freaked out because of the Terminator, because of what he saw in the psych ward. Oh, that I recall that actually. That does sound familiar. Yeah, oh, he wow, like goes. He goes to the cemetery because he's like following John Connor, and he's like you know part of the the Connor family as far as his case and stuff. And then he sees fucking Arnold, and he's like, "I'm fucking out of here!" And he runs out of the cemetery. That was that's funny. Great. Um, yeah, and that's another scene too. Doesn't she use like? Either I always thought it was like windshield wiper fluid. No, <laughs> get, no it's like uh, drain Drano. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's she, like, like, "You're not going to use that on me." He's like, "You don't know that on you. It's like fucking crazy." <laughs> 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 I always, I always like the scene too where uh, they're running away from the liquid Terminator and like there's bars there and he like goes through the bars and his gun gets stuck. I was like, that's funny. And then, and then he goes to the elevator and I just love the part where it, it, that also reminds me of like resident evil, you know, the part where, uh, Mr. Uh, not Mr. X William Birkin, (laughs) William Birkin is like fucking uh, going through the ceiling and, and trying to get you in the train, the train car. It reminds me of that in the elevator. Cause they're just like sitting there and you know, his, sharp hand is going through the top of the elevator well you also drop mr x in a vat of lava just like in how he goes in the lava it's like uh resident evil 2 is the terminator 2 uh of resident evil uh, yes so and it's know, the greatest sequel it really and- it really is though um in fact, there's lot lots of story beats and, and shit will remind you of that mm-hmm. uh, besides moments and stuff so uh, I also wanted to bring a uh, a surprise cameo. Um, is Chaz, do you watch Breaking Bad? No, I mean I'm I'm familiar enough with it, but like at, outside of like the main two characters, if it's someone else out of that, I'm not gonna know him. You know Hank, like the ATF uh, brother-in-law. Mm-mm. Uh, well, anyway, 
when Miles Dyson is like holding whatever thing that he's holding before he like hits the the detonator and shit. He's I don't like, know how long I can hold this. Yeah, <laughs> he uh, the guy that's the policeman is Hank from Breaking Bad. He's the ATF brother-in-law for Mister White, and uh, that's a little tidbit for you Breaking Bad people. I. Because I was like, who is that? And then I actually looked it up, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Hank <laughs> from Breaking Bad. Um, so that's a surprise to people who, you know, watch Breaking Bad. That's uh, you, you bad breakers. Yeah, and if you ever watch the sci-fi channel TV show Eureka, um, the black guy, I forgot I forgot the character's name, but he's Miles one Dyson, of the science. Played by yeah. Joe Morton. I have the ITP up. <laughs> yeah. He's on Eureka. That that's a good show, by the way, too, for Sci-Fi Channel. I'm glad someone did something after this movie. Like I don't, I, I hate to be like that, but Arnold went on to be in tons of great stuff, and everyone else went in to be in some stuff. Sometimes Robert Patrick was X Files. He yeah. he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he went on to have like a like a solid career through like television series, X Files, yeah. and they're just like random shows he's been in and and stuff. I always like see him in something random, and I'm like, "That's T1000." That that's him 100. <laughs> percent He's he's 100 percent like, "Oh yeah, that's that guy. He was in that Terminator movie." Like, but it's not it. You know, he doesn't go on to be to have an Arnold style movie career. Is what I mean. And Linda, Linda Hamilton came close, but even she's like, she was in like Dante's Peak, and I can't think of anything else. She kind of fizzled out after this movie. Like she wasn't in as many big movies. Uh, it's like when she. It's like I remember when she was first in Terminator. It's like in the '80s she kind of got to be in a lot of movies. Right. She's in Children of the Corn, etc. Oh yeah, that's right. And then like after that, after Terminator Two, like I don't. You said Dante's Peak. I don't remember her being in anything else. IMDb told me. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were just. Like, For all I know, it. she's a bit part. I don't know. I saw that. I was like, oh, she must. She must be someone of import. Let's but talk yeah, about Edward Furlong. Who cares? Yeah. And then everyone else. It's like I, these people didn't do anything after this. What are you talking about Edward Furlong was in the Crow, City of Angels. I think so. <laughs> he, was, he was also in American History X. I mean, he's actually the common. That's true. Director. That's true. Theme of the oh that's shit! It's Edward Furlong and why he's the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> this was all this was a TED talk. <laughs> About how Edward Furlong is like one of the most underrated actors ever. That's what this name is. Edward Furlong is the greatest actor of all time, and it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be impressed if like you picked out six movies with like Edward Fur- Furlong in it, and like it's just like scenes that he's just passing by and stuff. He's just like on the phone in the barbarian or something, <laughs> yeah. like shit like that. I'm had more to say, and I was about to say, Dubs, that's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I can just use the internet to find out six movies he's been in, mm-hmm. but then you you elaborated more, so it makes it's actually funnier if I would just pick what are like two movies he's been in that everyone wants to watch, and then four movies he just cameoed in. <laughs> and it's like, what do these movies have anything to do with? It's like oh, yeah, he was in Detroit it. Rock City. I like that movie. Yeah, he he was in Barbarian. He was he was down there sucking teeth. <laughs> it's dark. You couldn't tell. That was his foreshadowing before he did meth and shit. But uh, damn, <laughs> drugs. Not even once. I don't know yeah. any of these fucking movies. Even. I mean, maybe a couple times, but but not not more than that. <laughs> Linda Hamilton. I just want like they brought her back for Dark Fate. And it's so stupid, like like what they did with her character. And it's not like a woke agenda bullshit. Like 
I'm just gonna spoil it because I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't even count Dark Fate as part of the thing. Apparently, Skynet sends another fucking uh, Terminator, another Arnold, and shoots fucking John Connor after Terminator Two, and that's why it gets like a side fucking. Plot that's not and- fair. Yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. not how it works. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've watched both Rick and Morty in Community, so I know that there are very large plot holes in how time travel works because this is I'm the smart. Timeline. Yeah, time, <laughs> that's always I think of. Go back, it creates a new branch. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. branches. So that's the branch where he got fucking shot, I guess. There, there yes. should be a branch where they send a Terminator back to kill the Terminator that was going to terminate him originally. I just Figure I mean, that one out. That, that's, the, that's the episode of Rick and Morty where the snakes <laughs> keep coming back. And they just <laughs> all kill themselves until they eat themselves and then they all just disappear. That's just what happens. That's how you. That's how you delete it. <laughs> but actually, like again, I'm gonna make jokes about that. That episode's low key fucking great. It, it's so funny. Yes. I, I don't know if you guys have watched it. They go back in time and teach themselves, and they like have the snakes take, doing their own weird language. But of course, they have them all doing like caricatures of different generations. So the one, the one time they're like in the '80s, and they're '80s snakes, and they're cool. That was the last truly great season of that show, and after that, it was yeah, like, yeah that's okay. Yeah, after I haven't, I haven't watched much after that, but yeah, that, that episode's funny. But but yeah, uh, and yeah, you have to that's a thing too. You have to ignore that the whole thing with time travel was like, well, guess what? The these movies, like movies like this and Back to the Future, are what set the precedent for what otherwise doesn't exist until we have proven something otherwise is not there. The only only thing that has been proven is the theme, theory from Interstellar, which is true. Like you use again the theory of weight. And Mass, if you were to move around something much longer, yeah, you technically could travel in the future in the sense that you would just age in the same time that you would move. I'm not uh, a science man, but the stuff in Interstellar isn't technically proven. I think it's just the current. The- it, it's, the, yeah, it's, 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 the, it's the theorems. Yeah, the theorems that exist that otherwise we apply. It's not like Back to the Future goofy bullshit is what yeah, he's trying well, to say. It's what like Chaz was trying science. to say. You can't go backwards. <laughs> Unless it's a wormhole. And then a uh, hawking hole. I think that's what it's called. Well, what Hawking Chaz was trying hole. to say is like uh, Einstein uh, like brings it up like uh, time of relativity and all that stuff. Like someone going at this, uh, uh, the speed of light and stuff is going to age different than what someone's on Earth. Uh, so like that, that brings up the, the point of that type of time travel but then there's like bootstrap fucking time travel paradox bullshit that happens with the you know kyle reese like you gotta think about it this way john connor the son of kyle reese in the future sends kyle reese back to the past to bang his mom don't think about it too hard i like i liked the idea that the first and the second movie kind of started to present in that they weren't changing shit is that it was always supposed to happen because mm-hmm. the pieces yeah. of the Terminator get left behind and then Cyberdyne uses them to make Skynet. Like, how did they make Skynet if not for those pieces? How was John Connor born if not for Kyle Reese? Like, it kind of starts making you think, wait a minute, are they doing anything at all or is this always the way it was? But then they throw that shit right at the window. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I always thought about this way because, like, after Terminator 2, like, they make it ambiguous, and then we obviously get, you know, Judgment Day is inevitable, and then Terminator 3 happens. Rise of like, the Machines. Like, yeah, Rise of the Machines. Like, Terminator 3, I'm like, 
Well, they just destroyed all the technology. Are they saying like they forgot to like destroy Miles Dyson's like computer hard drive or something because like some of this stuff is on his hard drive at home? Or I don't know. I mean, I well remember his computer gets shot up when she tries to kill him. Yeah, but I mean that's that's a chance right there that the hard drive could survive. I always just assumed it's all backed up remotely somewhere. Like, yeah. like he, he's a genius engineering guy, but he doesn't understand computer networking. And it's just like all on a server, like down the street or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, the character development, by the way, where like John Connor is like making him more the Terminator human, where he's like teaching him like slang, like, Hasta la vista, baby, and all that Chill stuff. Mix and match, too, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the part where they take Sarah Connor out of the psych ward, and instead of, like, a mother, like, hugging the child, because it looks like she's hugging, but she's, like, checking for bullet holes, and then, like, he, like scolds him, be like, you're an idiot for saving me and stuff, uh, because you're the leader of the fucking human race. And, and, and he, like, starts to cry, and then, like, Arnold's, like, questioning, he's like, what is that and under your face? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, he has he has complicated files on human anatomy, but he doesn't know what crying is. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you eating other kids' lunches? Stop it! He starts taking him and shit. <laughs> That's the other timeline. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the kindergarten Terminator. Well, uh, I, I see what, live. Yeah, I see what they were trying to do because, like, it pays off later on where he's like, "I know what crying, <laughs> like, yeah. I can never, but do I can't do it." Yeah, <laughs> and then the uh... honestly, that deleted scene seems like it's very pivotal because it it actually is a very important thing that in the first part of the movie he, he isn't allowed to learn and engage and and become more aware. Rather, he just has to follow what instructions are there. Yeah. So changing that's when everything changes. When they're like, "Oh, we're going to teach you and do all these," and that's when he's learning and he's actually learning. So. Uh, but it, again, you, you you don't know that it's it just happens. But it's the movie still works. You don't need it, but it is like all the more satisfying to have that piece in there. I think. But. Well, without that scene, it's just he he becomes more friendly through the power of friendship. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> kind of like what it is. Yeah, basically. Yeah, the, the it, true friends were the robots we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and again oh, like you have to you have to turn off your brain when you think about time travel in this movie because like i always thought about this like if that scene was never deleted and they just never put it in there like like you said the power of friendship but like then like with that deleted scene did john connor know in the future that eventually john connor in the past will take out the chip for him to learn and stuff you would think like we'll think he would it. redo that <laughs> Did you guys smell copper? <laughs> I smell eggs. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I also love the part where like he swears like not to kill anyone. He goes to the psych ward, shoots the poor security guard that's probably making minimum wage working in the booth and stuff. Now has to go to the hospital. Right. Both kneecaps, apparently, <laughs> a very painful place to get shot. I'm told. He'll live. <laughs> what kind of living is it going to be? I don't know. He shot him with 45, God's fucking caliber, so he probably isn't going to have knees after that. He's going to be like Cotton Hill. Oh, Batman is crippled. <laughs> yeah. And I, I always mark out when uh, he takes like the tear gas gun and like 
pounds the, the fucking cop in the chest with the. I love that. That's one of my favorite parts oh, yeah. of the whole fucking movie. It's where yeah. he, he like shoots everyone in the leg, and then it's just the two guys sitting, just blam, like full. <laughs> and then he goes outside and goes, hold this. It takes the two guys' cast. It's the fucking best part of the movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then, I, I, if, we, if we're getting over to the parts where we talk about what we love, I love the whole ending part where he just neutralizes all these cops, takes their gas masks. Uh, it's so funny. And of course, um, the the chase in the, the river is like one of the most iconic chase scenes in all of film. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I also love the part where uh, Robert Patrick's uh, when he goes to Cyberdyne and as the cop on the, the motorcycle and he's like going <laughs> up the fucking stairs <laughs> and he goes up and then he like goes into the helicopter and shit. And he's get like, out. get yeah. out. <laughs> Why is that the one guy he doesn't want to kill? He's like, get out. I won't kill you. <laughs> like, he, just, just... he doesn't have time to fucking kill him. He just wants to like kill them. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Funny get that... that he just let him kill himself. Yeah, <laughs> just falls out and just probably dies on all the other cops and stuff. But uh, now you look down, he'll live. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the kneecaps. <laughs> well, what happens is the kneecap guy is like in a wheelchair, like going to the the Cyberdyne, and then the fucking helicopter die lands on him and kills him. And that's what happens. <laughs> My, <laughs> My leg. I can sponge Bob. Um, the ending, like when they're into what? What is that place, by the way? The mill, I guess. Whatever. It's like a steel mill. Steel mill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the part where like he mimics Sarah Connor. Um, where I was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Who is it? I always wondered why he's like call out to John when he could have just done it. Yeah. Well, there's yep. many. Th- Again, that's time travel fuckery, like. It, Skynet's so stupid. Just kill Kyle Reese in the future. <laughs> you never get to send him back to bang his Whoa. mom. Yeah. Which they try to do. <laughs> I mean, that's Kyle what they Lee. should do. They should send. I mean, if they have access to a time machine, send a Terminator to like July of 84, uh, August of 84, September of 84. Uh, yep. Send them nonstop. Send one. John Connor's one year old. Send Terminator. Three years. Send Terminator. You know, send two just in case. Send them. Keep sending those Terminators. I, I just imagine Skynet probably did do that. Just send like a bunch of fucking Arnolds, and he's like working in like I don't know Apple and shit when just Steve Jobs and like a fucking I don't know Comp USA when it's finally it actually, opens. Yeah, it actually did that. Like one out of one hundred actually make it. The other ones come through, and they're just like a freaking mangled the fly style block of aluminum. <laughs> Like they do, like do a storyline of Y two J, Y two J, Jesus, uh, Y two K. Jericho turns uh, up. Yeah, that, is, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> you got one. <laughs> I know wrestle sometime. Yeah, but yeah, that, that the scene where the hydrogen truck was cool because that's nitrogen. a part where you, yeah, liquid nitrogen, liquid nitrogen. Uh, where you're just like, yeah, we beat him. And then, like, they're in a steel mill and he, like, melts down and goes back together. And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you mean, like, one of the coolest parts of the movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so- when you're a kid and they blow him away and then they do the mercury thing where he all merges together. That's just so outrageously cool. It's still cool, but, like, in 1992, it was, like, mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. So, with that, since it's brought up, uh, I mean, I use liquid nitrogen all the time. 
uh, at work in an office setting for uh, for burning things. So uh, today, because I, wa- I watched this yesterday, today I had someone kid and he's asking all these questions. He's nervous about it. I'm like, no, this stuff is really cool. Watch this. You know, I show him what it is, and he's like, yeah, this is how they took down the T1000 temporarily. And he's and he and he's like, what? Yeah. He, he looked at me all weird. He's like, you never watched Terminator? And then I was like, I looked at the dad and I was like, what's wrong with you? Teach this kid. And, and I was like, I'm going to burn your warts off, okay? This kills robots. It'll work on you. And he was like, okay. <laughs> Should have brought up like a Fortnite reference or something to him. Bet you would have known. You ever see oh. the Terminator from Fortnite? He fights a guy. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to say. You're, you to haven't kids. shown your kid this rated R movie from, uh, from 20 years from before he was born. That, What's wrong with you? That shit really happens though. Like people have said, like Spider Man from Fortnite and shit. And I'm like, oh my god. Goku from from Fortnite. That's right. That's yeah, cool. Master Chief from Fortnite. <laughs> Fucking. Uh. Oh man, that hurts. Oh, it's it's kind of painful. Combat. I know that guy. Oh. <laughs> So, like, we br- we bring up the part where, like, oh, you have to, like, throw all the technology into the lava and stuff. Yeah. You, you never see... Remember the arm get- gets caught in the gear and shit, by the mm-hmm. way? Yeah. It's oh, true. They destroy it. That's right. They Some never they, they never showed it. Um, but in the novel, they explain that John Connor goes back to the gear and takes out the uh, the arm and throws it into the lava. High fives it one last time and then throws it in the lava. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hugs it, kisses it. It also gives a thumb up, thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gives him the hang loose as it's going under. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It's feeling a little oozy. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm running at like, there's never... I don't think there's something like the music's great. I always love the Terminator theme song. Um, again, the ending was ambiguous on purpose because James Cameron wanted to do like it does that scene where it, it looks like a car is like driving all over the place, by the way, <laughs> where it's like going in and out of lanes and shit. Uh, and then they have Sarah Connor like mention. Yeah, it, Sarah Connor mentions like about Judgment Day. He's like, it could still happen, but it's over for now. I'm, I'm paraphrasing pretty much. Yeah. I don't know if that's in the version I watched. Well, yeah, in the version I watched, they like they torch the Terminator and he gives a thumbs up, and then it's just kind of like, okay, good, we did it. And then there's just credits. Oh, there's, really? There's a couple yeah. different versions of this movie that's come out that have different scenes and endings and shit. Mm-hmm. In it. I kind of so like that better. I, I like I like I like when action movies just go just, to the credits after the action's done. I don't need to see a scene in the hospital. I don't need to see a scene where they reconcile or someone's getting married. Fuck that. The action's done. Roll credits. I do. I'm, I want to see that shit. I kind of like it, uh, but I, I'm also a mark for like the Sarah Connor growing old watching Senator John Connor. That's my ending. Um, Alien only wants to see that shit if that's what the genre calls for. <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's it's good sometimes it's in place there but i i actually kind of like it in terminator i like that there's a big violent upheaval and then they're just there just what about the terminator one uh what's the final scene in terminator one well they kill the terminator and then you know yeah. oh no goes... she's in the jeep right it's yeah. a storm. Okay, yeah, that, yeah you got me. Yeah. That that's actually that's badass. I like it's that. It's fucking bad. I like There's that. There's a storm better. coming. I know. I, I like now, that that's really better. good. That's really good. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So I guess not always, but in this case, I liked it. And by the way, 
that when the kid takes the picture, that's the same picture that uh, Kyle Reese had in the future, where like burns and shit. Like, I like that flashback where he's like, he like yells kind of weird because he's being burned, and so he's as the fucking the photo is like melting and shit. <laughs> he didn't want to let go of that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, since you brought it up, this is like weird gaming tie-in, but I just thought it's a neat little thing that uh, Corey uh, Barlogs went on record to say later. Uh, so the God of War game, 2018, uh, mm-hmm. God of War. Uh, so so spoil it for because that means that sequel's already out and everything. But uh, if you beat the game and then go back to like the your, your home or house, there's an actual end credits scene to help kind of build like, oh, this is what they're going to next. And that exact line, set of lines from uh, Terminator at the end about the storm, storm coming. coming? Yeah, and it's and the storm happening is when Thor lands, and it's to reveal that Thor is coming to confront Kratos because he just killed. Uh, oh shit! Um, His sweet baby boy. No, what's the what's the guy's name that starts Ragnarok? I uh, Balder or something. Balder, thank you, Balder. I kept wanting to say Balder. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Francis. <laughs> For Francis, is like the the francophone version of Balder. It's fine. <laughs> 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 oh, that was great. Uh, yeah, no, Balder. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's got a new yeah. game out, I believe. It's about a gate. Yeah, he's, he has a gate, and he he also knows Francis and hell. he also has a sword, a Balder sword. <laughs> that just got the reference. Holy fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and I bought the game. Uh, Jesus fucking Christ! I've never even played any of those games, and I know that. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're a D and D dork. You're yeah, a I don't, nerd. I, I don't know about that from D and D either. I just know it in passing. Did you ever play Divinity, um, Sin? Damn, those play, games are. Whew. I don't Man. play bullshit like that. I play Madden. I only play FIFA. I don't need the memory card. I'd be today. Sorry, that's a GameStop <laughs> reference from my GameStop when I worked. Divinity's like basically like I don't have friends to play D and D, but I'd like to. Because honestly, like, there's so much detail to that fucking game. Gate. Like, oh yeah, but Baldur's Gate is like literally like the like within the licensing. Divinity is still its own thing, but it's like so in detail. It might as well just be. It's like Pathfinder basically, but in a game form. And so, you can so play it's a D for Uber dorks. <laughs> yeah, no, really, it is. Like, there's so much minutia with like, like the that. details of the stats. Yeah, no, it really is. It's. I've always really liked the idea that D and D is like your dorks, and then someone's like, "You want to play Pathfinder?" It's like, no, no, I'm a dork, but I'm not a dork. I'm not a fucking <laughs> nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I hold out hope to maybe get laid by accident one day. Yeah, no, anytime I go into the store, I'll go to like do stuff. I'll go in and I'll be like, look at those fucking losers over there doing Warhammer. And then I'm like, yeah, I'd like to buy this box of Pokemon cards. Yeah, I'd like some Pokemon Children. cards, please. <laughs> I love it every time. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite favorite memes is uh, it's it's two anime characters approaching each other and it says weeb weeb and then one of them hits the other one and goes you fucking weeb <laughs> it's like yeah great that's what it's like <laughs> uh, so the part where Zach where you talked about your foster parents are dead uh, before that or maybe after I think it's after where the you know, John Connor, like the Terminator soul and John Connor, John Connor screaming and like two guys walk up, a black dude and a, 
and a white guy and stuff. And he's like, is this dude bothering you? And he's like, John kind of like changes his tune. He's like, you like, get the fuck out of here. You like peace out or whatever. And then the black guy's like, see, I told you just get the fuck out of here. And then like <laughs> fucking Terminator pulls out a fucking gun and it starts to like shoot him. And, and then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny too. That's a but, good scene uh, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. He grab this mug. <laughs> yeah, I grab this bitch or something like that. And he like, just picks up this huge jacked guy. He does like nothing. And it's like, I'm so high. Uh, <laughs> oh, like the, oh, the, the scene when they're in the desert and he picks up the baby. Like he's like, the fuck is this? And he, he picks up the child and like, <laughs> he grabs it. And picks up. <laughs> like it's a fucking bag of groceries. <laughs> and the child's <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> that's normal. That's how, that's how all men pick up their children. I mean, I, I guess uh, it's hilarious. So I just loved it. Like they, they never say anything, explain it. Nobody reacts to it. He just fucking picks the kid up. Like the fuck is this thing? <laughs> I just love it. It's Get wonderful. The baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it goes without saying we're, we would all strongly recommend this movie. I mean, it's one of the best movies ever made. I, I mean, I will say it is, like objectively, it is it is one of the best action movies ever made. It definitely on the Mount Rushmore of like best sequels ever made. Like yes. it's even a hill to die on. Like it's probably the, right at the first one. It is so hard to argue in any other franchise how how good this movie is compared to every other movie and how well it plays on its uh, its original uh, counterpart. But uh, I wouldn't say it is in my absolute favorite movies. I mean, certainly in the genre of what it's, it is, it, it absolutely is. It's fun. Um, but again, it's just different tastes for what you want to watch or moods. But absolutely, anytime I can just turn this movie on and just watch it and enjoy myself. It's great. Yeah. Like, I'm a big time travel, time travel. I fucked that up. I don't know. Time travel uh, connoisseur. Um, I like all type of movies and books and like even video games that like deal with uh, time travel and stuff. Like, I always, like, get interested about that stuff. Like, the reason why I love the Terminator franchise is, like, they delve into the questions of, like, what happens when Judgment Day finally does happen, and that's what you get in Terminator 3, which everybody, like, fucking hates. I will, uh, there's one thing, like, I'll defend that movie because I do like what happens as far as when Skynet gets self-aware. Because, like, uh, just a quick thing, like, the way it turns on is like they think a virus is in the DOD's like computer system and like our stupid government's like, let's turn on Skynet to fix the virus. And then John Connor comes in and says, Skynet is the virus. <laughs> and then like it gets self-aware and then it's when the missiles happen. And then you're like, how does John Connor live? Then he goes to the Cheyenne mountains and fucking, you know, uh, goes into a bunker and that's where I, like, I dig it for like them answering it, but it's definitely a weak movie. Um, but it's three, right? It's yeah, three it's three. Three is like, I don't know if it's his favorite, but my dad loves that movie. <laughs> he has watched it a lot. That's awesome. No, that's fun. That's fucking awesome. It's got one of my favorite scenes in it when Arnold gets his sunglasses and that one it makes me laugh every fucking time. Yeah, it's great. It's really, <laughs> it's really great. I think a lot of people don't like that because oh, there's a burning out cool he is. No, it's it's fun. It's it's a good movie. It's just just have fun fine. with it. Yeah, settle down. Like, no, it's, we, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We, it's it's fine. not as good as one or two, but it's still pretty good. It's fine. Yeah. Goddamn, what can be? Yeah. yeah. 
And it's the first female uh, Terminator because that was the female Terminator in there. Uh, yeah, it was. The chick who played in the she movie uh, Blood Rain. Remember the Blood Rain movie? Yeah. I, the, the, one of the scenes where she's like in the car speeding and then gets pulled over by the cops and then she looks at the billboard of like a girl with big boobs and she like makes her boobs bigger. And the cop's like, oh, you're free to go. She was going <laughs> to be a contender. She was going to yeah. be somebody. It just never happened for her. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like Chaz said, we all recommend unless someone is like going to pull a swerve bro and be like, oh, I fucking hate this movie. This movie sucks. <laughs> uh I, time Cop is a superior time travel movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> John Claude Van Damme is better than Arnold in every conceivable way. Um, oh my goodness. He can kill a man with his butt cheeks. Uh, Arnold can't do that. I wish they had um, put him in Predator. I would have fixed that movie right up. Oh my god, yes it would have. He was but, the Predator. <laughs> that's for... my joke. That is my yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie's great. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite is still the first movie, but this really? is the, the best one. Yes, I like the harder sci-fi of of that one and uh i like the the techno slasher and the 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 very 80s trappings of it i uh if i was gonna sit down and watch one i would choose the first one but i think my favorite is still the second one i've just seen it like a hundred times like i honestly i think that's why in the middle of the movie i get bored i've seen this movie so many times in the middle of it i was like okay i'm gonna look at my. there's nothing else to get You've yeah. maximized what you can get I, out I, of it. I know all these characters intimately now. I've seen this movie too many times. So. Yeah, this is definitely a Home Alone situation for me. Of the, yeah. like watching one versus the sequel, it's like both movies are great, and I usually don't watch one without the other, which we'll probably talk about. I don't, did everyone watch the first one too? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did you watch the first one or did you? Just not not this? recently. No. Okay. Yeah, I definitely watched them back to back. I just watched both together. I thought about yeah. it, but I, I don't yeah. know. I have I full plate media wise. So. That's understandable, but yeah, I, uh, I I think like it's pretty easy to if you have the time carved out to watch them both together. They are. I totally get Zach's point though of how there is a different uh, atmosphere, a different tone to the movie, yes. um, and I like that. genre shifting yeah. uh, because they are trying to make it a little more, it's slightly more open um, to to be perceived. Uh, I don't want to say a family movie; it's by far from that, but. It, it 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 isn't as dark and, and horror based uh, uh, and isolated like uh, the first one is. I wish that would happen more often because you got Alien and Alien Two, yeah, you got Terminator and Terminator Two. Yeah. Like, why couldn't there be Avatar and like Avatar Two is like a noir detective story or something? <laughs> like, come on, jazz it up a bit. I'm sick of well, this shit. that. Has, like it has a lot more to do with just like how movies are made now i understand i like, believe believe me i know all about i could rant oh fucking comic book movies and fucking mm-hmm. franchises whatever we're not gonna get into it now well, why couldn't oh, they yeah. do it? but i that's what i would like is what i'm saying <laughs> oh right right yeah why couldn't Terminator do like how Aliens does their sequels, where it's like Terminator, and then the second one is Terminators? That's right. <laughs> you know, it's funny There's though. two actually, of them. There was. It it's true. T2. T2. <laughs> so, T- it is T2, yeah. So, you know, it's funny that of the movies like that, because there were always like something to parallel it to. It, I think this is the one franchise that didn't get the the verses, right? You get like Freddy v. Jason, you get Alien v. Predator. Well, in video games we never, it did. Uh, yeah, uh, RoboCop well, versus Terminator. Yeah, but we never got we never got Terminator versus RoboCop. And listen, these movies are all together, so technically you're supposed to think this is Los Angeles, but actually this movie was in Detroit too. Detroit. <laughs> well, Alien versus Predator 
was video game form first several times. That's true. Oh, so, sure. There's still hope. There's, there's still that hope. what if. Uh, so. <laughs> I, I'm still holding hold out hope for Robocop versus Freddy versus Alien. <laughs> yes. I mean, you keep hoping shit. I'll, That's called I'll, Fortnite. I'll, it's Fortnite. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's not even Fortnite. It's fucking it's, Goku. It's, yeah, it's, okay, it's, now it's now it's Fortnite. You guys see, you you were on a thing. You had Mortal Kombat. You just took Mortal Kombat, so you just had to slap them together. Uh, and uh, you were fine. We, we got uh, Rhea Ripley versus Optimus Prime. And then you versus... had to go fucking bullshit DLC microtransaction llama llama fucking flossing and shit. President Obama uh, versus Alien. Versus Spider-Man for Fortnite. <laughs> versus Thanos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's play uh, Fortnite. Let's just fucking do it. Let's just do it. I'm down. I'll fucking play Fortnite, man. I'll I got RoboCop on Fortnite. I, I, I said that earlier, that, that chat the Robo other day. I was like, Fortnite? what you said? I'm yeah, about dude, to get it. I'm down. We're playing Fortnite. The four of us. We're doing it. Yeah, no, I, I said that in that chat, I, like, knowing, like, okay, I'm going to make someone really upset when I said it, and it was Steve, who was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it, like, I triggered someone, I was like, okay, that was what I meant to do, it was funny, but then, it, like, the conversation like, kind of petered. day, it's a shooting game, I like yeah. to shoot, so, you know, give a shot. Well, that's why I play, like, like other stuff, I think, I it. it's fun to play. Yeah. I'm scared. So, they, just added, they just added Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair to Fortnite. Yeah, Did they? Is me. that for real? That's for real. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Jesus I mean, I gotta buy it. <laughs> yeah. John Cena's my... already in there. That's true. I did know that actually. Here's my guilty pleasure with Fortnite. By the way, <laughs> I don't play it often, but like when I see a character that I like, for example, Master Chief and, and RoboCop is in John there. John Cena. And I didn't get John Cena. I <laughs> should have got Optimus Prime, but they didn't fucking have. Um. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. He's Megatron. Uh, Megatron, Star there scream. we go. Yeah. Voltron. Ah, scream. Uh, but yeah, I, I should have got the Optimus Prime and uh, Megatron. Optimus Prime and not Megatron. Like, it's not that I have anything against Fortnite, and I've never tried it, so I mean, I'd be fine to play it. Yeah. But it's a little bit of a sore spot for me, only because Paragon, which was a, a very hyped game that I like, oh. had, had like Intel for, because uh, a, a mutual friend uh, that I had when, where I worked, was high school buddies with one of the leading developers at Epic with Paragon. Like I had like early access to see stuff with it. And like, I got to be part of the beta and do a lot of stuff. And I like, it was going to be such a revolutionary game. And that game shit the bed because they gave up on it. Like 90% of the way through and said, nah, you guys move over here. We're going to make this game Fortnite. We're taking a risk and good for them. They've made I mean, so much yeah. money. I was going to say, it didn't work out. but in a very selfish way, I'm a little bitter. It's like Paragon could have been it, but it's probably better for me anyway because MOBAs are just like cancer. Like, just, <laughs> like seriously, I had like MOBA gives me the shits, dude. They, I just get fucking it, like <laughs> chest pain from that shit. So it was it was really best in the end. Fucking legends, sorry. I had uh, to break oh, that's, that's, where, that's where I was sitting <laughs> from. Yeah, I don't but, like them games. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, Paragon Paragon died for the success of, of Fortnite. It is what it is. It's yeah. okay. No fate, but what we make ourselves. So let's put a like end to this uh, <laughs> to this uh, episode, not episode, but the the movie. Bye. Thanks uh, for watching. Yeah. So I got. So <laughs> I'm gonna bring up the thing, the theme. Has anybody got their final guess, or are we waiting until the last movie gets announced and then he's gonna, give do, our he's gonna announce the last movie right now? Yeah, That's I'm gonna what? tell you it's the last movie now. So what's the last movie? 
So I don't remember the name or the year it comes out. I think it was 2006. Uh, it could be a little later. It's not Time Cop. Cop. Say Time we, Cop. <laughs> we, we are going to watch. Uh, this is actually the movie that inspired me to make this list because I just want to find a reason to watch this. It, again, it's not the best movie in the world, but I, I don't know. I, I really liked the premise of it when I had first watched it. It's it's not perfect, but it's a hill I'll die on that I, it's a good movie overall. Um but there are a couple flaws with it. Uh, a day after tomorrow. Like, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> the movie is called Death Sentence. You guys ever watched Death Sentence? Never heard of that movie. Never heard yeah. of it. Yeah. Not, not, a, not, a very, not a high budget movie. It'll be a movie. It stars a guy, a little guy named Kevin Bacon. And it has John Goodman in it. John Goodman is, is a villain. Yeah. That's a good movie. Noir. Bacon. Oh, I'm in. I'm in, man. Yeah, this this movie is low key. Like, I really like this movie. It's it's one of those like sleeper movies that I like tell people like if I know like we're like in the same spheres of movies to watch. I'm like, you should watch this movie. Um, but again, so, it's, it's, so when someone asks what Chaz's movies were, it's going to be Jurassic Park, Armored, or American History X, Barbarian, Requiem for a Dream, Terminator Two, and Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, Kelly. Bacon. So it's the, the theme isn't like. You know, uh, this is my this is my last guess. Fuck it. It's well, not... no, it's it's fine. And I thought if you guys didn't get, if you took your guess now and we didn't get there, I well, who gives a shit? Let's do a third guess. It's fine. But uh, well, I'm making another guess now. It's yeah, um, it. it's uh, um, it's su- suffering Kevin suffering your your choices in the past, su- suffering the past, something to do with like the past affecting your your present or future. Well, do you remember the the clue I gave you guys, right? No. Nope. Yeah, I didn't think so. So I guess it's for others too. If you're listening and you want to try to take a, a guess, so last time we had a couple of guesses um, about. I don't think you uh, gave us a clue because you're just like, oh man, this is gonna give I us did. away. Oh no, I so. gave a clue. I 100 gave a clue. Uh, it's, I don't remember. Yeah. Then. Yeah. What's well, it's I- ironic because the the guess that someone had before that I said was close was people were doomed to repeat themselves if they don't pay attention to that. That was past. my guess. Yeah, uh, well, you, you guys literally repeated it because I like, gave you guys a really important clue and nobody fucking remembers it. So Andy just guessed the same goddamn thing you did last week. I again, like <laughs> that's all I'm getting out of this. No, it's okay. Like, so- the, the theme is so weak we can't figure it out from six movies. Oh damn! <laughs> that, that's a, yeah. Okay, that's that's, that's a, a shoot right thing. there. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a shoot shot right on you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna keep I'm trying to get heat over here. Okay, you peg warmer. They'll know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Zach knows, yeah. About figures. Uh, yeah, yeah. As I see him punk, he's doing things. He's Hulk Hogan this, in this generation. Uh, but anyway, um, so Hi, I, the, the uh, clue that I gave out was, because there were some guesses last week, and and the clues are in the ballpark, but it's, again, I think we're thinking too specific. So the clue that I gave was that this is a this is the term that would or a type of theme or literary term that you would use or a term within either literature or within film that you would use to describe that type of situation. The Greek tragedy. So I, I, I mean that's I, well I mean that's an example yeah but like that's 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 what it is but like you guys are with you're in the ballpark but. It's it's not it, but it's like, and you hear the term, you're gonna be like, oh, really? That's it? But it's it's a very basic thing. 
but all of them think about what these movies are like just in the general sense of what they are there's there's something to there's something to take away from every movie we've watched the hero's journey other than if you like it or, or not but uh but that's where i'll leave it at if you guys want to take a guess uh zach do you have a guess no yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save mine for the after that sentence and stuff. I, I, I shot my wad. There's no more. You yeah. got what you got. <laughs> I, I took two shots. Double shot. Both <laughs> barrels. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, yeah. Just get get ready to watch Death Sentence next week. I'm interested to see what you guys think about it. Uh, I I don't think it will be the same commentary of oh I love this movie and we're going to talk about everything in detail about the movie. And ironically, we talked about how oh we can just like say his movie's great, let's move on, and we talked an hour about Terminator too because it's fucking amazing. Dude, you're talking uh, to me. I love Terminator. I I could literally talk Terminator. I watched anal- a- analysis movies. I read fucking essays, and I read the fucking novels. <laughs> so, Dude, he played a I, shitty fucking game to yes. completion. Of Just because it said Terminator on the box. Like, no, you, should, <laughs> you should go back and record it. You might have a record because I don't think you took a breath the first 13 minutes. You just kept talking. <laughs> Dude, like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I, I'm like... Like shitting on it, but not in a bad way. Like I, honestly, it's it's like so awesome to see a friend when they like something so much and they go on about it. I, I mean, I'll, I, we all do that shit, right? Like I've yeah. done it before on the show where I pick something and you guys are like, he will not shut the fuck up about whatever he's <laughs> on. Who gives a goddamn shit about that fucking Pikachu? You know, but or whatever I, anime I'm watching that you guys are like, well, I wish he'd stop watching those and just get to One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my my four horsemen of action movies is fucking Terminator, um, Aliens, uh, Predator, and RoboCop. Like wow. okay. we already did RoboCop, and I fucking love those movies. Um, soon we got to do Aliens. Uh, we could we could shave some Aliens up because it gets ridiculous when it gets Alien. Into- that should be yeah. our last horror movie in October. Yeah, I'm game. I'm game. <laughs> I haven't really thrown my my hat in the ring there yet, but yeah. I mean, if you guys want to veto it, go for it. But we were discussing it, and I feel like that's a that's a pretty goddamn. Good no, movie. we we shouldn't watch Alien. That movie sucks. Nobody likes it. <laughs> <laughs> you can just say no. I don't feel like watching Alien, or no, I'd rather save it for an Alien month. That's all. No, I'm gonna make sure. watch. That's family movie night right there. Evie needs watch to grow Alien, up. Alien Resurrection. That was a good one. Watch Alien Covenant. Oh, what? <laughs> that What's that movie where Magneto's a robot yeah. and he and he like he gets hurt and everybody and everybody's there doing Christmas and it's not a Christmas movie? Or I memed about that. What, <laughs> that's X Men. Days of Future Past. No, it's Prometheus. Prometheus. Is what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking yeah. of like what's that one where the albino creates an alien dog? I've been drinking and I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> entertaining. Uh, oh, uh, man. You know what? I think we need to hear from a bro. Hello, you podcast freaks. It is your boy, Vince Russo. And I just wanted to tell you about this podcast called Getting Some Color with Joe Dubs, Zach, and Shaz. They every bi-weekly on Thursdays, bro. They review old school and hopefully they get up to the golden era where I was the one who created the attitude era 
And then also, when I did great things in WCW by putting the world title on David motherfucking Arquette. Let me tell you, bro, I am the best booker in the world. Better than Jim fucking Cornette, bro. He has nothing on me. He doesn't know about entertainment. He's telling me about faces and heels. He don't know nothing. I create great matches like bro on a pole match. Anyways, like I said every thursday bi-weekly at 10 p.m eastern time catch getting some color bro you won't be disappointed bro <laughs> catching some color bro you won't be <laughs> disappointed bro. he's even renaming it for you man he's a master booker yeah <laughs> best booker ever i respect uh, you booker man <laughs> so last word is where we talk about what the hell we've been watching playing or doing and then also, if any news, which I th- we don't have any news to talk about, because Evo happened the last week, and we talked about all the stuff that happened. I, I guess we could. Uh, I mean, we could get to Chaz about his Mortal Kombat stuff that he talked about in Messenger <laughs> later. But uh, <laughs> um, with me, uh, I'm gonna get this out of the way. I beat Terminator Two on fucking Sega Genesis because yeah, who knows. <laughs> Boo! Yeah, this, that game sucks, bro. <laughs> boo! Boo! No, I said boo because he he played a bad game. He should have played a good one. You never played a bad game? Yeah, but I fuck. It's demoralizing, especially the way he talks about playing video games lately. You guys yeah. doing it? You guys have an entire podcast on series of shitty games. About yeah, Resident Evil or, or yeah, Evil. yeah. Lost a nightmare. Oh, shit. I was like, what, which inflammatory response should I go with? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was joking. I love all this. I was just gonna say, there, there's gonna be a new story about somebody being found out by railroad tracks later. You better fucking <laughs> stop. <laughs> I was like, I, like, I had a nerd. Hello, you podcast freaks. It is your boy. God what? Damn it. what the what hell? The, <laughs> what the fuck happened? He had to cut the feed because I, I threatened his life. Baby. <laughs> in Minecraft, he missed in Minecraft. We're going to commercial. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, yeah you, you you need one of those. You need to get the uh, like one of the buttons where it's like we'll, we'll be right back. Here's a word from our sponsors. Oh, that was good. Yeah, Terminator 2 sucks on uh, fucking Sega Genesis. Uh, I like the arcade game better, and I also like Nintendo. Um, I like the arcade game better than the Genesis game. Said different yeah. one ever. <laughs> play, play the Sega CD one, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, it was not bad. Yeah, I never played that one. Uh, there's also like a Xbox game, that uh, Terminator game that I always wanted to play. Like original I Xbox. I actually oh, heard that one was well, okay. Salvation, right? I, no, no, it's before that. Yeah, it's something different. Um, it's like an original game. Yeah, Salvation. Is that I think. It? Yeah, Resistance. I think it's right. called. Salvation. I heard it's actually pretty decent. I just need to play it. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard that too. Is it for OG Xbox? Is that like OG? Yeah, OG. Uh, Terminator Three Redemption. Yeah, there you go, sure Redemption. It. Oh, yeah. it's based off Terminator 3. So. Yeah, well, it's called that, but the game, it's like not the same game. Like, it's a separate thing. It's in yeah. the future. It's one of those, like, games that's, like, for shooters. It's, like, like highly, like, uh, revered. It's, like, uh, I think someone had said at one point, it's, like, the Jade Empire of of shooting uh, games, if I remember reading that correctly. Really? Which, yeah. I don't Jade know how to take that. Yeah. Well, uh, Jade, I mean... Thing. 
Well, yeah, but Jade Empire's a, I mean, depending on what your flavor is, Jade Empire's a highly, like, loved game by certain crowds, and it just didn't get a lot of love. And it's true. Th- that game is kind of in the same vein. I mean, it's not time splitters, but that's that's a whole different thing. <laughs> we won't get into that. That's that's to, uh, that's your time travel right there. I want monkeys from hell to come in and start putting lasers in someone's ass. That's what I want. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to see in my fucking uh, life one day. Ass lasers. Games. Ass, Ass lasers. lasers. <laughs> um, I've also played Xenoblade Chronicles the beginning. Um, there is a uh, a you're a bitch mode where like it's called casual mode, by the way, if you just want to like kill stuff. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm just like, no, bitch, I want to fucking like get some hardness. Uh, Yes. <laughs> fucking casual ass, soft ass. That's bitches. what she said. I want some hardness. Yeah. So I did a side quest where you had to like beat this fucking slug thing uh, that was like a boss that was like uh, has like electricity and shit. And I couldn't beat the fucker. And I was like, why can't I beat this? Like I got up to like level seven and it was like a level four and I still couldn't beat the fucking thing. So I had to like grind all the way to level 11 i like killed all bunch of birds fucking insects and fucking weird ass frogs at night you and... killed a hundred thousand pigs yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild boars <laughs> fucking boar. i need to Earth kill 200 crab. boars to get like four pig balls <laughs> shit like that. yeah so i did like the mmo way of just grinding until i got to a high level and i i beat the thing and it took me two hours so JRPGs, I have I, I kind of love it. I don't know why the the grind of JRPGs. I mean, so are you saying you didn't like find anything later that like revealed like an obvious weakness or something? Like you didn't have like some weird like elemental resistance or something? Well, you I found had to out that step? I was you know doing smooth brain fucking combat where I would just stand there just to let the thing fucking hit me, and I didn't know like if you moved around and like circle and like kept on hitting all the combat and like health. Like obviously I healed myself, but like I did other things to like slow it down um, and to like kill it. But mm-hmm. as I'm moving around, it like missed me, and I didn't know that. <laughs> so you didn't think it was gonna be that kind of game? Yeah, I thought yeah. I was just like gonna stand there and hit like fucking. Attack like, or heal. Yeah, like full on turn based. Like you just yeah. single yeah, and I get you. It oh. makes more sense. Mm-hmm. And you gotta yeah. remember I played this game on the three DS when it first came out on the three DS. So like I totally forgot how to play. What? No, it came out on the Wii first. Well, I I played it on the three DS. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's that when I the first f- played it. That was later. It came out later for the yeah. new Nintendo three DS. Yes. That, that's the year when I went to London and shit. That's how I know. Yeah. Always Tuesday. He's like that to do that. It's like I've, I've talked about it before, and it's anytime I have a chance to bring it up. Lost Odyssey. It's on 360. Uh, one of the first bosses you fight in that game is like they they intentionally made it hard as fuck to beat because they they like wanted to give people that experience and have them like realize okay you have to have strategy and like know the elements of how to use. Uh, there's like a it's not a parry, but a, uh, uh, I don't know what to call it. It's like one of the combat systems where you hit like a, a button, like an action right as it happens and you can get like a perfect and they yeah. can the damage you do Tiny and wheel. do that when you like guard or block. Um, but it's still turn-based. 
it's just those little button sequences. But like, there's like things to know, like where it can poison you and your position matters if you're front or back. Just little things that make it so much easier or harder. But if you just go in and go, oh, I'm just going to fight it or I'll grind a little and go beat it, you're going to get your ass beat. Yeah. Like 80% of people that play that game, like it's a Fortis game on the Xbox 360. And people are like, I'm done. First boss, I don't want to go do this anymore. Uh, (laughs) But like, if you stuck with it and learned the strategy, it's so rewarding because there's so much depth to it. But um, it's one of those things. Uh, JRPGs are awesome. Well, they did like, they also do like an MMO mission where like, I don't know, this little seed thing, whatever the fucking creature was called. He's like, I need friends. Get me a friend. And like, I would go around the corner and ask the guy if he wants to be a friend with this, uh, this creature. That was and... my hang up with that game is it felt like an MMO without other people to me. That's mm. weird. It is kind of strange, but that's like Final Fantasy 12 ish, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't get me started with 12. 12 yeah, is such a, is tragic. Oh, you, you're going to need a license for that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goddamn worst shit ever. That wasn't a real attack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking license board. Yellow Shut card. Board it's like, yellow the, card on the fire too. The gambit. The gambit system was one of the coolest things they had ever done with how like oh, gameplay worked. For them to then go make the license system, which sucked absolute ass, and then to go on and then have like some like design for some of the coolest characters with no real plot or depth to them at all, followed by a protagonist that I, we gave literally no shit about at all. He literally doesn't matter to the story. He made the annoying character, like the, <laughs> like the obligatory, pissant, annoying character, the protagonist, which is the worst thing that they could have done. It's supposed to be a side character in Final Fantasy. Exactly. It's, it's supposed to be, you know, Zell, Prompto, fucking one of those losers. Yeah, Kate they made Seth, him the main... Yeah. Yuffie. Yeah, yeah, they just, they made it the main character, and you're like, "Fuck, why? Why'd you do that? Uh, it's so awful." But uh, well, there's plenty things really that come into the game, though, right? It's not Van's story; he's just like there. That, he's, that... he's the chronicler. He he's there to chronicle the story. It's of... not like in Final Fantasy X, which literally starts with, "I'm Titus, and this is my story." <laughs> it wasn't really his story, yeah. though. It was Eunice's story. <sighs> Spoiler: Yeah, he was, he was never actually there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Titus was never actually there. He's been dead the whole time. Yeah. What? Whoa, major spoilers. It's like six cents. Bullshit. He's a ghost. Yeah, Titus is Bruce Willis. Did you not know? Oh, I'm shit. a ghost with daddy issues. Did you know the red? Wow. Red? <laughs> <laughs> That's the Japanese thing That's I've ever. That's the summary of that game. A ghost with daddy issues explores the world. Did you know his doorknobs were red? That's why you knew Bruce Willis were dead. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so those are the two games that I played. So just to like recap a little bit, Terminator Two sucked, and then uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is great. So I appreciate I, I banged a six to appreciate a fucking ten, I guess. That's how uh, you can look at it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I did those games. Uh, what I watched literally, um, well Terminator One <laughs> to watch Terminator Two because I had to. Um, and then I watched a bunch of fan-made Terminator bullshit, um, where Skynet, I, I think I said it, uh, before on the show, but there's a fan-made movie where, like, Skynet <laughs> finds, John Connor lives, and he's, like, the last fucking human on Earth, 
And Skynet's like, sorry, bro. Now I understand human. <laughs> like, I I want to be good now and all this stuff. So I'm gonna send a fucking Terminator to the past to fix everything. Oh, I was uh, you, would, you said Skynet fell in love with Sean Connor. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. It was a female fucking Terminator, but oh, a female Skynet. So that was funny. Um, I watched A and E's biography of Roddy Piper. Um, on there. Oh. Really good. So He's I in the new episode of Best of the Worst. Mm-hmm. And I also watched uh, <laughs> fucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with Roddy Piper in it as also because <laughs> the maniac. The maniac, yeah, that's right. The maniac loves all of his children. I don't have kids no more. <laughs> oh, you have you have kids? No, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> 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 so what, what's he got in his, his car is it a bunch of chestnuts or something yeah is, is, is it foraging I don't know if he loves anything he's involved in later on they would keep bringing him back and he's he's like fucking doing the pyramid scheme and shit he's like mm-hmm. I got friends they'll buy from the maniac they, they, they really love me yeah they're reliable <laughs> <laughs> It, the thing, what's great about it, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is like you literally turn on any episode and just fucking die laughing. Uh, Scott Bakula, uh, when he like sings in the window and shit, uh, is funny. Um, I, I'll get the YouTube video. I don't know the lyrics, but he talks about like because he's doing like a quantum leap kind of thing where he's like, I'm back to you know being this guy and stuff and. He's asking for Z and all that stuff, and he's not there anymore because I think he recently passed away during that uh, that episode. Uh, the actor who plays Z, but uh, yeah, I also on a Roddy Piper kick. I didn't watch They Live, but I watched the next best great thing. Hell goes Frogtown. Hell and yeah! I, and then I followed <laughs> it up with Andy's fucking YouTube video. Hell yeah! Double hell yeah! Yeah. So <laughs> check out Go Andy's. Yeah, Everyone. check out Andy's video. Is it cliche mustache? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, go check it out. It's a great video. Uh, and it's a fucking... It's funny because I'm getting some color. We recently watched uh, King of the Ring. Was it King of the Ring? Yeah, it was uh, King yeah, of the Ring King, King yeah. Owen. Yeah. yeah King Roddy, Owen James Hart. Roddy Piper was the fucking main event against uh, Jerry Lawler. And uh, he did like a fucking promo where he, he talks about, yeah, I know Hell Goes to Frogtown was a bad movie, but you didn't bring up They Lived and all that stuff. <laughs> So I thought that was hilarious. That's what, and that's all I did really. Um, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos uh, about like journaling because I kind of want to do journaling. I don't know why, because just so that I could write shit. And I bought a bunch of journals because I'm I don't know. I eat, I I I have corn the long way. I guess I eat corn the long way. <laughs> like <laughs> Bill Goldberg eats corn the long way. Is that what people do who eat corn the long way? They journal. Yes. All right. So, Indiana Jones's father ate corn the long way. <laughs> yes. Right. Because yes. of all his journals and his Grail diary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I've done. I know I talked a lot. I'm sorry, Andy. What the hell have you been watching? What are you doing? Uh, I've been watching more Sopranos. I finished season three. Uh, kind of minor spoilers that I'm about to say, but it's going to be confusing because the name, so it's not going to matter. The last episode of season three at uh, Jackie Jr.'s funeral where uh, Jr., Tony's uncle, is singing. I mean, that scene is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. I really like that show. It's uh, I've, I've been really enjoying it. 
uh, before I started the next season, I was taking a small break and trying to do some other stuff. Um, I beat Metal Gear Solid, which uh, it's Metal Gear Solid. I love that game. It's one of my favorite games ever. Um, there's a new Grand Tour special. I watched Grand Tour Euro Crash. <laughs> it was funny. It's it's always funny. It's uh, I, I like watching those shows. Apparently, there's at least three more specials coming before the show's over for good. So I'm looking forward. Did to that. they crash? Yes. <laughs> So, yeah. Okay. Sort of. I mean, mostly. As long as it's not false advertising. No, it's not. Um, I played a little VR racing on the Switch. I don't remember why. I just played it for like 40 minutes one night. And that game is like hard but fair, if that makes sense. You don't yeah, get motion sense. sickness? What's that? You don't get motion sickness? No. No? Okay. I do. Uh, I played a little Quake 2. I, I wanted to wait because I know Zach and I were talking about playing Quake 2 at the same time, but it just came out and it's a great price and it comes with all this extra trash. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> I just want it. So I played it for a little bit and uh, it feels good to play. So I'm excited to play through that. I went to the movie theater and I, I did the meme thing and I saw Barbenheimer. I saw Oppenheimer and Barbie on the same day. Wow. Wow. That's, that was, is it, what, was it amazing as everybody said it was? I mean, they're both good movies, so yeah, I guess. Bar- Barbie. Did, did we, Barbie change the world? We cheated a little bit. We didn't see them like back-to-back. There wasn't a showing soon enough, so we left and looked at Pokemon cards and got lunch and then came back. <laughs> so, oh, that sounds even better. I cheated, actually, a little, yeah. cheated a little bit. Also, so, you're supposed to watch it in Barbie and then Oppenheimer, and I said, no, we're not fucking doing that. Oppenheimer is definitely going to be depressing. We will watch Oppenheimer first, and then we'll watch Barbie. So, so is that so when... You watch, you watch Oppenheimby, is what you did. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, uh, Oppenheimer's fantastic. That is a very good movie. I, I'm surprised no one's seeing it. Like, I don't have any friends to discuss it with. So is that uh, when Ken bangs Barbie and says, I become death? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is, yes. No, yeah, and uh, I really liked Barbie. Like, it's a good movie. It's not like gonna change my life or anything, but I had a lot of fun. I laughed at it a bunch. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Well, uh, I lost my place. Oh, there we go. I watched a uh, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam: Kukuru's Stones Island. Oh, is that out? It is out, and it is free on YouTube right now with English subtitles. Oh shit. They they whenever they release new Gundam shit, they always like put it online with subtitles for like ten languages, and you can watch it free for like a month, and then it goes away, and then they release it on DVD and Blu-ray eventually. So I always try to catch it when it's free, and uh, it's really good. I liked it a lot. But one of the most interesting things about it for the uninitiated, like Zach will know this, but no one else does. This it takes place in the middle of the original um, Mobile Suit Gundam series. It was originally episode fifteen. But it was such a pathetically terrible episode. They took it out of circulation and never put it on DVDs, never dubbed it into English. They just got rid of it, just wiped it, wiped it from the face of the uh, franchise. But there's a couple things that happen in the episode that kind of matter later, so it's kind of confusing. So it's I, I had I had pirated it and watched it subtitled, and yeah, it sucks out loud. But there's a few <laughs> things that happen in it that you kind of need to know. Uh. But yeah, the movie fixes all that, and it's really cool. And um, I mean, keeping in line with all the recent, like you know, Thunderbolt and Origin and stuff, the action, like the actual fights, are all animated, fantastic. They're really good. But then 
where some of their more recent stuff has been lacking on the story front, they do a really good job because it's all the original characters. It's like Amaro and and Kai and and Bright and and Sela and you know, all those losers. So they they well the, they don't have to they don't have to like build up their character because the series exists. So they just don't sugar they they, they don't force feed you anything is what i mean to say it just kind of yeah. goes and you just have to know who all these characters are and it works really well for that but if you didn't watch the original gundam you might be like what the fuck's going on <laughs> so they really do play it just like it's an hour and 40 minute episode of mobile suit gundam from 1979 so it's really does cool. he still throw the giant boulder uh no fuck but but they do this really clever thing in the original episode. He picked Azaku up over the, the Gundam's head and threw it. And that happens technically. They do a really clever thing with it, but it still happens. So it's, it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. So was it called Mobile Suit Gundam Uwu Island? Uh, Uwu Island. His first name doesn't make sense. Don's Island, basically. Yeah, Don's, Island. yeah Don's <laughs> Island would be the best way to... Yeah, but it, it's free on YouTube. It's worth watching. But again, if you haven't watched the original series, it's it's not a good entry to Gundam. It's more it's it's kind of it's it's fan service. It's for Gundam fans. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna watch it right after this. <laughs> well, do it then. I don't care. Go watch <laughs> fucking One Piece and watch something worth fucking watching. Yeah, why, why don't you watch some Gundam? Gundam it. I'm fucking reading to do is why. Oh my god. It's yeah. Is that drunk buying? Yeah, it's drunk. I'm gonna read all Dragon Ball. He was like crying in the middle of the night. Like, <laughs> 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 oh no, why did they take you? <laughs> Tambourine, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> um, besides Spoiler. that, uh, I started Eternal Darkness. I'm, I'm only like an hour into it, so not much to say about it yet. Uh, I was a lady, and then I was a Roman, and then I was like a, a, a tie lady. So I don't know what's going on. What? I never beat that game. What possessed you to go to that? Like, just it was next. Oppenheimer. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I, I meant to bring up. It was super bizarre beating Metal Gear Solid, going and seeing Oppenheimer, and then watching Terminator because they're all like centered around fear of the bomb. Yeah, they they all have that same kind of like like it. To hear me say it, you're probably like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But no, they all, like in Middle Gear Solid, they talk forever about the, the CTBT no, and yeah. Start 2 and Start 3 and development of, of uh, nuclear weapons. Oh, my father, he worked on it. Manhattan, or no, my grandfather worked on the Grand Manhattan Project. My dad was born August 7, 1945. Oh, my God. And then Oppenheimer, <laughs> which you know what Oppenheimer is fucking about. And uh, then... Um, you no, know, again, fear of the bomb and Terminator. I don't know, it's just weird. Like I, I saw all those things like back to back to back. And it's Some people don't know what Oppenheimer's about. You go to Google, you type in Oppenheimer, <laughs> you see it's Oppenheimer based on a real story. I know that's that's true. Um, but <laughs> something really funny did happen to me, and I would get screamed at if 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 anyone ever found out I told this story. But we sat down to see it, and my girlfriend goes, "What's this movie about?" I said, "Are you serious?" <laughs> no, I said it's about. Robert Oppenheimer, the guy who worked on the Manhattan Project, and she goes, "Oh, what's the Manhattan Project?" No. <laughs> oh, no. The, you know what you should have done? They, you should have been like, "The oh, thing they did the... to make the atomic bomb." And she said, "Okay, I'm up to speed now." <laughs> you should have been like, "He's the inventor of the Manhattan clam chowder." 
I thought it's about like, just, I thought about just like blowing it off and be like, oh, I guess you're gonna figure it out. But you'll find out. It's <laughs> like what John Connor said, Terminator Two. We're not gonna make it, are we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the early 1980s, four not, large turtles that that fought karate. Were I get it a little bit. Sewers of New York. If you don't know who Oppenheimer is, I kind of get it. Like Einstein, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Have you seen that uh, that footage of I think it was a trailer or something for Oppenheimer and people applaud with Einstein's in the trailer? Have you seen that? No, it's Uh-oh. fucking hilarious. I saw it on the Red Letter Media subreddit. It's fucking hysterical. When they mark out <laughs> for Einstein, they mark out yeah. for Einstein because they're like, "That's Einstein. I know who that is." Yeah. That's so weird. What the I fuck? Know, <laughs> what the fuck? That's so bizarre. But I lost like... my humanity in that type of thing when someone like unironically like tagged a complaint about the ending to Spielberg's Lincoln because they didn't like how it ended. What? Like, uh, well, what did you want him just to get fuck up and, and beat his ass and then just start go fucking slaying vampires and shit? It's should landed on the moon. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. And then and then Jurassic Park happened. Fucking yeah, well. yeah, fucking dinosaurs on the moon. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this Mike's hard lemonade is fucking me up. That's harder lemonade. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't get to finish because Dubs was like dying over there, but I was going to say the Ninja Turtles was the true Manhattan Project, but I think you put two and two together. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was funny. It was, it was good. I, I, I heard you. Secret of the ooze. Uh, the only other thing I did is I've been watching off and on uh, Games Done Quick is doing a, another marathon this week, and some of it has like been terrible, so I've turned it off. But uh, yes, <laughs> yesterday there was a Resident Evil 4 remake playthrough followed by that fear playthrough and they were both really good so i, I just gotta pick and choose i was trying, right before this i was trying to watch there was a there was a speed through or speed speed run of pokemon blue but they were doing the gyms in reverse order and that sounds cool but the commentator just sucked like that sucks it out for me. i really like the way the way games done quick always done it is there's a speed runner and they do have a microphone they'll, they'll speak and they'll say what they're doing but there's a commentator and the commentator also knows the game intimately and knows all the tricks so that when wow. the speed runner is like in the zone and can't talk because they're trying to like do some obtuse one in a hundred chance game breaking wall skip jump thing the commentator will say, we'll see what they're doing here is they're going to try to do this and they have to do it on the 60th frame of a second or else it doesn't work because of this. And there's a global clock and the frames get more like that. I like that. But the first day they were speed running some games, including Sonic Adventure 2. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. That sounds fun. But the commentator didn't know Sonic Adventure 2. So they were just like bullshitting and just like not really saying anything to do with the game. They were just like oh, talking that's... about Sonic in general. And I was like, well, that's no fun. I like the reason I'm watching this is to watch someone tear a game apart that I already know. That's what's interesting. And if you're not explaining it to me, then I, I'm not interested. Do you remember the part? Uh, it was a long time ago where like the commentator was talking too much and the player like turned him and he's like, I would like yes, you to be famous. quiet. Yeah. yeah. It's, I watched uh, recently, I watched a YouTube video just about that guy. He's, mm-hmm. he's a streamer and apparently he's like autistic. Surprise. And uh, like a complete weirdo, and that's not the only time he's made himself semi-internet famous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was his name? Uh, Chibi. Chibi's his name. Yeah. But no, there, there's there's a YouTube documentary about him, and it's very funny. There's. Uh, sorry to like butt in again, but there's also another games done quick guy where he cheated 
a speed run for Halo and then went to one of these events and like didn't know what to do. <laughs> and he's like kept on dying. He's like, I'm I'm just gonna turn on easy mode and just <laughs> fucking beat the game. Even though I, I talked we talked about fear because I asked, you know, if the 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 speedrunner was playing on hard and she was playing on easy because that game on hard and she mentions it that the AI is really good in fear. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, if that's on hard mode and she's doing like because she was like walking past the AI, like you have to study the AI and what they're doing. She still got hung up a few times. Like the AI would do something unexpected and like fuck everything up. Yeah. But that I mean that's what I like. I like people explaining to me, oh, this is we're doing it on this difficulty and this is why and stuff like that. I it's interesting. It's it's like watching a performative documentary about a video game or something like that. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but I really like it. So I've been catching the, I have the schedule up in another window and I have this week off work. So every once in a while I'll sit down and watch a little bit of one. It's been really interesting. What the right they're doing right now is um yeah, I guess it's a speed running group flame fatales, but they're all women. Mm-hmm. Like a weird gimmick, but okay. Every single speedrunner has been a woman and all the commentators have been women. And blah, blah, blah. So I, at first I thought it was frame fatales which made way more sense and when i found out it was flame fatales i was like oh that's lame <laughs> i was disappointed for no reason whatsoever <laughs> but no, it's been it's been entertaining like i don't it's it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea but i like that kind of shit so i've been watching a lot of it but right uh, now they're doing the super metroid yeah yeah super, super metroid was coming up i was gonna watch the end of it after this if it's still going on yeah Another VTuber, by the way. There's been a lot of VTubers that have Yeah, been that's really... right. The Fear one was a VTuber, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah, just for uh, you normies out there, VTuber is like... an They put like on this track suit kind of thing or track uh, beacons that either your phone or your web camera can capture. Is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> I always and, wondered. Yeah, and then they would capture like your eye movement and your mouth. So every time like you talk, that's why like she her mouth was moving. And I wondered because it was like blinking and the the lips were moving in realistic ways. I was like, that's either like programmed really clever, or I, I didn't realize it was actually tracking the actual woman. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mostly they use their phone because the, obviously we have eight hundred dollar phones and stuff that is. You know, better than putting yeah, it. There's, there's like Snapchat filters that just blow me away. I can't believe they do what they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Becoming an old man over here. <laughs> but uh, most of them have been, you know, they're they're actually like on the camera and they'll explain what they're doing. And it's been really entertaining. I, I, I don't know. I, I recommend people check it out. And you might be like, this is boring and you'll stop watching it. But I think a lot of people will discover something to like in it. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's it for me. I watched a bunch of movies and Sopranos and played a bunch of video games. Good job, me. Nice. Gabagool. Chaz, what about you? Yeah. Um, so continuing on from the stuff that I was watching last week, I finished up the rest of season one of Tales from the Territories. Uh, the remainder of it just covered uh, the um, Jim Crockett promotions territory, and then it covered the uh, territory out in uh, Portland. Uh, it's actually where Roddy Piper got his start. I remember the name of it. Um and then I also watched the one on Hawaii, which was kind of cool, uh, where uh, the uh, Samoans got their start and like the Maivia family and everything. So it was kind of neat. Um, then it was more just like having it on while because I've been you've noticed of packing and different stuff. I put on like Dark Side of the Ring, so I had the UWF 
uh, Abrams. God, that guy was crazy. God. Fucking, what a cokehead. My God, that guy was fucking nuts. But, like, it's just entertaining as hell. But I watched that. I watched Brawl for All, which, again, just anything with Russo's getting shit on. Bro. And, and, the, and then Ultimate <laughs> Warrior. Uh, I watched that episode. Um, I watched uh, the first Terminator before, before watching um, stuff. I watched Guardians 3, finally. It's actually the first Marvel media that I've watched in quite a while. Like I have, it's one of those things I stalled out of and just hadn't been keeping up with anything for like several months. Um, but we watched that and I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. Oh, I mean, it's, it wasn't like mind blowingly great. And like, ah, the whole cinematic universe is saved or anything nonsense like that. But like, it was a fun movie. Uh, the, the soundtrack, I would argue the soundtrack for it might've been the best of the three movies. Because it varied a lot, and it played. Uh, it actually had some more, uh, like more tracks that were uh, '90s and uh, even like some early 2000s stuff from it. Um, but I don't know. It, it was a good blend of things. Uh, but the story was was pretty good. It was a little, a uh, little longer than it probably needed to be, but it was fine. I don't know. If, have you guys have watched it yet or not? I but, watched it. Yeah, it, it was it was okay. Um, a bit darker than I thought it was going to go with. Uh, with some of the stuff they covered. But, I mean, again, nothing, nothing like crazy or anything. It was fun. Uh, they finally started to air English dub uh, version of uh, Bleach Thousand Year War again. Like, it took a break in between. I don't know how many episodes they're going to have that continue to run. But, like, at this point, like, it's enjoyable because they're, like, it's the finality of finishing that entire series. But it could be dog shit. And it's, like, I got to finish watching it because it's that weird. Like, you know, we're all somewhere on the spectrum. Mine is I don't like to leave shit like that unturned. I got to finish it. So I'm I'm got to finish it, uh, but there, there are only two episodes so far, uh, and it's taken some pretty interesting plot twists. Like there was a main character that has effectively turned into like he he's now like the heir to the the main villain who's like killed off who the the person who basically everyone thought was God. So it's like oh that's that's interesting. Uh, so anyway, enjoying that. Uh, just. Naturally, because I'm trying to figure out who I want to play in Street Fighter Six, and I haven't settled on anyone. Um, I've been watching different videos of just like different strategies for different characters, and just in general, just watching uh, some of the guys play, and it's entertaining just to have on too, just more stuff to watch. And that's what led me to find this video. I, I don't remember the, the guy's name. Um, actually, I probably just look it up, put some respect on his name. Uh, but he he makes these like huge like deep respect. dives into like the lore. Sorry of games and he had a uh a video that like went crazy viral it was like the insane lore of tekken uh oh there it is clement j 64 yes like a year ago he just made this like two hour video and thought no one's gonna watch this it's got four million views now and it's just explaining like in chronological order like the insanity of tekken it's um, fucking ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, I've never watched it. Actually, I'll probably watch it next because it, it seems like it's just gonna be funny, like based on what I've watched with this uh, this other. But he has a near three hour video now that just came out uh, on the insane lore of Street Fighter, and it, I have like an hour left. Uh, you have to link me that. Oh yeah, I'll send it to you. It is fucking hilarious because uh, he like gets to a point and like I'll just explain it. Because he's doing it in chronological order, and he also is making sure to tie in characters that are relevant to the story, but aren't necessarily fully-fledged Street Fighter characters, like your Final Fight and other stuff. 
he goes into the, those backstories. So he keeps doing the thing where he's presenting how he's going to get the Street Fighter 2. And he's like, nope, wait, got to do this first. And it's like an hour and 20 minutes into it. And he's like, okay, right, finally, we'll talk about Street Fighter 2. And then he gets to it. And he's like, there's not much to say. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of the lore hadn't been developed yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, the game's like all time. It's great. That's effectively what happened. He's like, well, there's really not a lot of lore. Like, this is a game that helped like springboard it. But then the lore was created after. But then chronologically, it happened before. Uh, it's just hilarious, like how insane it is. But the, the cover, I laughed like nonstop. Had to pause it because I was like coughing, laughing about <laughs> how he talks about final fight and how some guy that's a professional wrestler and he goes by the way wrestling is real but in the, the world of capcom wrestling is fucking real and he's going on about how uh mike hagar yeah. just decides you know what crime is terrible here in metro city new jersey and, and people are like why why would you call it new jersey well new york city still exists in, in the world of capcom and you can oh, yeah. see and you can actually see the uh the statue of liberty so it was actually explained later that it is across the river. So Metro City is a uh, sister city to New York City on the other side of the bay in New Jersey. That's Tony Soprano's turf. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> New Jersey is the armpit of fucking New York. Uh, anyway, well, that explains all the crime. Well, Mike Hagar wasn't having it. He said, nope, I'm going to use the power of fist. And then he's like, is this guy uh, just says, I'm going to become mayor. I'm going to clean up the streets with, with my bare hands if I have to. That's what Tony Soprano did. Bought. And then they kidnapped his daughter, and he said, I just started pile-driving motherfuckers until they gave her back. <laughs> and it goes through the whole thing. It's pretty funny, but it's it's accurate. He covers a lot of deep lore uh, throughout the games. Uh, explains a lot of really cool stuff that I didn't know. Like, again, uh, what is it, Sodom that's in the the uh, final fight game. It talks about yeah. the weeb thing. It's it, like, even explains the weeb. Like he's like true, like OG definition of the, of weeb. He is uh, a weeb. He's just like a, a psychotic weeb. That's what he is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it just, it's great. He's like the textbook true, like definition of what a weeb is. Uh, but does he read yeah, brother he, sister? Sorry. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> yeah. He might, he might do it. I don't know, but yeah, it's uh. That was really good so far. I, I'm, I mean, I'll keep the rest of my opinions until I, I finish all of it. But so far, it's been great. I'm like right in the middle of Street Fighter Four, and then he's covering three or five, then three, I think, because technically in chronological order, it's one Alpha of the Alpha series, then two, then four, then five, then three, and then six is actually six is probably between. Uh, five and three, but he he didn't cover six because he's he's like I haven't played that yet. I don't know the I'm not getting there yet, so we're not gonna go over it. But uh, there's a neat little thing I learned: the money in the in Street Fighter Six, the currency in the game has uh, Doctor Light, Professor Light from Mega Man. <laughs> That's kind of neat. Yeah, he's he's the person on the currency. It was like interesting, so it's uh, pretty cool. But. Uh, yeah, just neat little stuff like that they're tying in. Probably nothing, but just cool Easter eggs. But uh, let's see. That's that where I'm for watching stuff. So um, did a couple of things this weekend, uh, this past weekend, where I, I was like already here anyway and on call and nothing else to do. So I went to uh, the Friday Night Fight event, and we did Guilty Gear. It was like the first official tournament because last week it was like the first day, and it was like friendlies and stuff. And uh, I went there, and I got dead last. It was great. I got my ass fucking scrubbed. Uh, did not win a single match. <laughs> it was pretty funny. 
Uh, but had a lot of fun. Then played some Street Fighter with others. I got to try someone's Hori fight pad and then got home and instantly bought it. That that fight pad is fucking amazing. Great, uh, great. Dubs, you got it yet? Yeah, I have, yeah, I have the PlayStation it. one. Mm. It's phenomenal. Uh, Two endorsements. Yeah, and uh, that's another reason why I've been trying to figure it out because depending on the character I've been playing, like I've, I've like been teching and playing with like four or five different characters, and I actually map my controls differently depending on the ones I've used. Um, like three different ways, yeah. Um, another thing that inspired me with that was uh, this past weekend. So Evo happened the weekend before, and Angry Bird, was a kid, the best Ken player in the world, won Evo, right? Well, then they had an event, I think, in Saudi Arabia. So he was like hometown, and he uh, went to the finals, but he lost to Kakaroo, who was playing. Uh, he's the best JP in the world, and it wasn't even close. This guy shit all over him in their best of five series in the reset he perfect parried him 32 times and it goes goes to show that if you perfect parry you just completely wreck your opponent like perfect parry is such a thing important thing to learn how to do but with especially with someone like jp like you you're like the guy was like untouchable so uh i've been practicing the parry tech trying to figure out how to parry different things um they even proved too like that some of ken's mechanics that are like people always complain about like his dragon lash kick you can actually perfect parry and if you do it's it's huge punish so like there's things like that that are going to open the game up because now people are not just blocking on instinct if you're actually learning how to, to perfect parry it, it matters and then that will make other characters much more viable like mano or you know you don't have to just have that easy dragon punch that is invincible uh, but JP is a stupid ass character. I've been playing and learning combos with him, and I know it sounds awful because he he is a zoner. And he yeah, people are gonna hate me when I play him, but it's it's kind of fucking funny. He's really fucking strong. Um, but yeah, I've had fun playing that. I played a modded Smash sixty four game uh, that had like Goemon and Wario and a bunch of others. And some kid walked by and was like, "Hey, is that the kid from My Hero Academia?" And they were like, and then they saw that I was playing uh, Luigi, but Luigi had a Waluigi skin, like a uh, color palette, which isn't in the 64 game, but it was on that one. And they go, that looks like Mario from Fortnite. I can't even make this up. It's like a <laughs> five-year-old kid. And they were like, that's Mario from Fortnite. And, and I hear academia and we were losing it. Like we were laughing so hard. It was like, this is what our generation's at. They're just, it, it's, you guys are bringing it up earlier, about the Spider-Man thing. And I was like, like you, it's exactly what it is. Everyone's just gonna reference it to like two things they've seen because it's like some cross reference. It's but, either I saw it on Fortnite or TikTok. Like, yeah, fucked. basically. But it, yeah. it's pretty hilarious. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, and I've been doing. I like once a week or something. I just go like on a one, one to two hour like just drum bonanza with Rock Band. It's like my weird cardio for the week, which is probably says a lot about how poor my health is. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't play in any Pokemon card game stuff. Uh, there was a trade night that I went to and actually got a bunch of really cool stuff. Uh, I, I picked up a couple things. Uh, most of it for myself, some for some friends. If, if you know, you know, some pictures. But uh, we'll work out deeds later. But uh as far as other stuff, I was able to trade for a lot of first edition stuff that I was trying to get. And then a new set came out, uh, City and Flames came out, and I have opened lots of Charizards. That's the big one this time. 
Uh, so something different. <laughs> yeah, something different, right? Oh, but he's dark, so uh, people were already like getting in trouble because they keep naming their like on the like the deck editor stuff. They keep naming their their Pokemon deck BBC, and they're like, "Why well, can't you name it?" It's like Big Black Charizard. That's Wait, right. That's what he is. He's literally dark type Charizard. They Urban did it themselves. Charizard. Urban Charizard here. here geez. Basketball Astro. American Charizard. Basketball <laughs> American. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's I, okay. If I, I'm so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to be playing in uh, the very first regionals of the season because my goal in 2024 is to go to Worlds because they World Championships happen this weekend and they announce next year's and it's in Hawaii, which is actually even more viable than the other. But I. Sorry. Oh, oh. it's still there. It'll be too soon. <laughs> you know, it'll be. Yeah, it'll be fine. They'll do something yeah. to fix it. Female will be there. They'll fix it eventually. Uh, but yeah, uh, I want to try to uh, get to worlds and actually get to go. So anyway, I'm playing that first season, and uh, yeah, if we get to name your decks and different things. So I, I was already thinking about what I would name my, my deck if I played, and a lot of people were playing Charizard with Arceus, which is God. So my name, the, uh, the name of the deck that I already had was God and Charizard Barkley. Uh, <laughs> so so like that's, I think that's what I'll stick with. Now it's even funnier with the Basketball American. I was like, oh, that, I didn't even think of that. It's like extra layers, but uh, but yeah. Um, uh, been enjoying that. Uh, got got a lot of really cool looking arts too, like in the set. I think it's like an underrated set that's going to end up being worth a lot more later because there's a ton of really cool art and the stuff selling for super cheap, but there's not very much of it's been made. Is it so in GameStop it, yet? The deck? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I know you can go pick up boxes and and packs and stuff. And like, I mean, I I ended up getting like a super good deal on uh on the stuff and opening up a, a bunch of boxes. So um, the other thing I wanted to get was I want in order to play it in the deck too. But the, uh, if you buy one of those elite trainer boxes, you get the little promo Charmander and the Charmander. It's that picture of that Charmander where he's got his head up against the window. Cause it's it pitches out in his backyard off. and he's so mad. And it's like, that's, that's my favorite picture ever. Like I'm always a squirrel boy, but man, that, that art is fucking great. Um, so yeah, you know what I, you know what I kind of wish they would do, like to do homage to like the movie Birds and shit, and just have a bunch of Pidgeys fucking like smashing into a phone booth. That'd be fucking funny as shit. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Sorry. Nah, you're good. I mean, that's another. Actually, funny enough, you mentioned Pidgey. The Pidgeot in the uh, the set is actually at first people talked about it was like oh that's kind of neat but it's a stage two and I don't know but the card's fucking stupid because it, it the effect on it says once per turn just whenever you want you can just search your deck for any card and put it in your hand the fuck that is a like in, in Pokemon that a is type it's just a card any card it is a fucking insane ability and you don't have to it's not evolve it is literally once a turn just anytime you'd like you just go and check get a card every turn it is actually insanely stupid. Uh, and I think a lot of people were sleeping on it because stage two stuff. And they're like, oh, but people are going to keep playing these really fast decks and whatever. Well, it doesn't fucking matter. If you play something that's already playing stage twos and you just rare candy at turn two, you like, oh, like the, I've like been playing um, between online and then playing uh, in paper, just like testing. And you can turn two, you can just have your Arceus already evolved. Use its V-Star ability to go get any two cards. You get your Rare Candy and your Pidgeot, then you evolve it. And then uh, if you need the supporter for that turn, you can go get 
that off the Pidgeot, and you've like built a board already with all these insane cards turn two. And it's like, well, what's your opponent going to do? They're not going to do anything. They're going to lose. Um, like it actually seems like it's almost too good when the, the format slows down. But but there I go again talking about them them animals. I'm I'm making fight on on the cardboard. You're like Michael Vick of Pokemon. Oh, Michael Vick never won anything though. That's I. I'd rather be like Brett Favre. He's shown his dick. Well, we, I mean, yeah, but I mean, what football player hasn't shown their dick? But he he also did dog fighting, but he was respected for it. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably not true. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> don't slander Brett Favre. I it was a joke. Brett Favre's already gotten in some trouble for that weird uh, shit that he he was in the news for. What was the some fraud scheme or something he was in? I don't know. I just remember him showing his dick to a reporter. Well, he he had like the weird fraud thing. He got tied in, and Ted DiBiase Jr. was tied into it as well. The same scandal. Yeah, he's getting like forty five years in jail apparently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucked. Yep. Everybody's got a price. (laughs) Yeah. So does he. Yep. Anything else, Chaz? No, no, no. Just moving, getting out of here. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Dragon Ball thing I showed off earlier, I just totally found that in my basement. I've just been chilling down there. It's the I entire think... it's an entire manga collection of the original Dragon Ball series from start to finish. So I, that's kind of neat. In my mind, I just pictured you saying to those uh, Warhammer people, nerds picking up Pokemon and then just all the fucking manga of Dragon Ball. <laughs> that's what I pictured in my head. Oh no! Actually, a friend, a friend messaged me once and was like, "Hey, uh, do you like Dragon Ball?" And, and I was like, "Yeah, was like I'm a fucking nerd. Of course, I like it. Uh, I found these. Do you want them?" Like, "Yeah, I'll take them." And he just had the. I thought it was like a one book or something. No, it was a whole set. And I just stowed it away. I've never read it, um, but it's there. Maybe one day I'll, I'll look into it. But I just recently watched it, so it's like I wonder how different it is comparison but i read the first three volumes and very very much loved it but after that i stopped buying them mm. Mm. check it out but yeah yeah all, all 18 right. just hanging out all right well zach what the hell have you been watching playing or doing uh there's not much talk about play wise that has not changed uh so just watch i watched a lot of stuff um I watched three Hellraiser sequels in the Hellraiser series. Jeez, settle down. Uh, and uh, I, where I last left off, I watched three. So I watched Hellraiser Bloodline, this fourth one. Um, yeah, I forgot. I think this came up in the chat uh, on the show one time or something. It's like, you know how like people will... There's a movie and there's a device or some plot device or something, and it's not explained fully. But it's fine. And then they get the lame-ass idea that they need to over-explain that fucking device or that oh, element of the I plot or whatever. Mean, I hate that. They did it in Hellraiser Bloodline because it's all about where the fucking the lament configuration, the little box that the, the, the Cinnabons come out of. Um, <laughs> the Cinnabons. <laughs> it's all about that. And it's a, a guy in France fucking made it. And Why? I was just going to figure it, it just is i thought it was some kind of other extra dimensional artifact or some yeah, shit. yeah like something out of quake or whatever yeah i thought it's just like 
it became it came into existence because of evil or some shit. I don't know. Some, some French pricks like oh, <laughs> oh, some French prick was a complete douche and made it and fucking <laughs> no. The the way they explained it was this guy was a, a toy maker in France and then some fucking asshole that looks like Salazar from Resident Evil was like a black magic motherfucker and commissioned him to make it so he like summoned demons and bound fucking magic to the box or whatever the fuck and I, I hate that um, and the movie was not good and it was clearly low budget and uh, yeah it was it was rough so um, now I just wondered through, through that are the are the Cenobites are the Cinnabons weak to eggs uh no uh, they're weak to poor writing like Salazar? <laughs> yeah, so, he got it. Yeah. I, yeah. I know what you're. I know what you're doing. But uh, yeah. then there's uh, Hellraiser Inferno, and that movie. This this is what's interesting about all three of these movies is they all suck for very different reasons. <laughs> like they kept trying different things and just it, it, it wouldn't stick. No, yeah. So like Bloodline sucks because they tried to over-explain something about Hellraiser that did not need explained. Uh. Hellraiser Inferno sucks because I swear to God, somebody wanted to make a movie and they couldn't get it made and they were able to make a Hellraiser movie. So they, well, they, they went ahead and tried to cram in the movie they wanted to make in it. That's what it feels like because I'm not, I know I throw out random figures like three quarters, two thirds, fucking, I like to use fractions to explain how long something is. Steiner or math. Yeah, Steiner. No, I'm, this is real math. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> Steiner math is when you start like fucking throwing equations into it and shit. But like uh anyway, I'm not exaggerating about this. You go three quarters through this movie and there's nothing that indicates it's like a fucking Hellraiser movie except for one scene in the very beginning where you see Pinhead. And then you go to the rest of the movie and there's no fucking like it could be a like a shitty Silent Hill movie or something. Like something like that, uh, but it's all like this movie comes off like somebody wanted to make like a neo like thriller noir asshole detective movie. Like the detective is a scumbag asshole, and at least Pinhead's back, right? Because you said they like killed him or something. No, Pinhead does never dies. Uh, he just gets defeated. He is the eternal Cinnabon. He is the eternal Cinnabon that cannot be eaten. But, uh, <laughs> he is the Cinnabon with which the eternal Cinnabon in the food court of hell. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's just following this guy around. You see how much of a fucking asshole he is, and then like he, weird shit is happening to him, and it's it's not explained like like what's going on. And it turns out the whole time he was he was in hell, he was in he was in pinhead pinhead hell. He was being tortured, and in his in Pinhead's own words, because he was a severe asshole in life, and this is what he deserved. So it's like, oh, okay, and th- that sucked because of it wasn't really a Hellraiser movie until like the last fifteen minutes. They <laughs> tried to. Do, it was all a dream. It was a, yeah, like that kind of a movie. Um, it's kind of like that Cloverfield movie with John Goodman, who's in the bunker, and then you find out it's a Cloverfield movie at the end. Yeah. Where- yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, then Hellraiser Hellseeker, uh, it, it sucks because it's just insane shit is happening all the time and you cannot get a break. It's like every 15, 
to 30 seconds, the guy from the the fucking Allstate insurance, the the one where he's like, I'm mayhem, I cause bad shit to happen. Like the guy from the insurance commercial, he's the main character in this movie. Uh, <laughs> <good> <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, he marries, apparently he marries Kirsty from like the first two movies. And what he does is, this is the plot. He finds out that she has like an inheritance or something. And he, him and like this asshole co-worker at his job devise a plot to murder her so they can get rich. What? Yeah. But like, you don't learn this until the very end of the movie, though. So it kind of does almost the same thing as the last movie does, but it's instead of it just being like, this feels like some random bullshit detective movie. This is like insane shit happening every scene, and you don't, you can't get a breath. It never is normal. There's, there's not always a scene some, where they go to the desert and learn to high five. No, there's no, yeah, there's no scene where, where Sarah's like, my son's like father figure is a fucking machine that tried to kill me. <laughs> like something like that. but uh no uh like it'll be something like he's he's at work it almost feels like phantasmagoria too a little bit if you ever watch like a playthrough of that i heard that yeah. curtis see <laughs> I, now that you've said it i just want the insanity if a uh, fuck terminator versus robocop i want terminator versus hellraiser oh, I, want, Lord. I want the the fucking i want skynet to happen but then they decide that they figure out there's another portal because they find the contraption and then they have to fight the cenobites so arnold and all the other terminators come together with the cenobites and they get other cenobites from like other futures and come together this and it's is a shit ton of crazy pinhead cinnabons fighting robots <laughs> There's this now, website. The, the, the Terminators have no reason to activate the cube, so you need a third party in there. And my proposal, Mr. Bean. <laughs> okay. So there's this, there's this website called fanfiction.net. You can go there and write your story. <laughs> so there it is. Like a Mr. Bean. But, uh, uh, Someone like, don't like, touch that. And it's like, hmm? This? <laughs> but, uh, but, like... Okay, here's an example. Like, he'll go, he's at his, it starts with a car accident. Now he has amnesia. And it's like every other scene, a detective goes up to him and is like, how's it going? I wanted to ask you some questions about this. And then there's an asshole detective on the flip side. This one's nice, but he wants to tie up some loose ends. The other one's a dick. And then he goes to work. And when he's at work, they're like, hey, man, you need to get busy. Like, do you is everything cool? And he's like, what are you talking about? He doesn't remember anything. He has amnesia. It's like the running thread through the whole fucking movie. And then he's like, just, just look busy. And then it'll show that one of the detectives fucking comes back and he's asking questions. And then his coworker it, it zooms in on him and he's like, what the fuck is that about? <laughs> just, just stuff like that. Then this woman just starts fucking dry humping him and start making out with him. And you find out it's his boss. And just rapid fire, just shit is happening, and you don't know where it comes from or like where, why. Where are the Cinnabons and all this? They they come later. You don't Again. have to take your clothes off to have yeah. a good time. Sorry, that, that movie <laughs> sucked too, though. Uh, uh, they they all three suck. They get work. Man, Hellraiser three is not good, but it's better than all three of these movies. You, you didn't watch any of the. You didn't watch the space one. No, That's I did. That was that like, was that was Hellraiser four. That's Hellraiser Bloodline. 
Oh, is that the one in space? Okay. Yeah, I didn't mention that either. It starts in space. Yeah. <laughs> it seems important to me. Well, it's yeah. not because the rest of the story is not in space. No. It's like the yeah. guy is the ancestor of the guy who created the toy maker that made the box, the, the French asshole that made it. And he's telling no. the whole he's telling the whole story of his bloodline to this lady. It's like a fucked up Pinocchio. But, when are you gonna watch all the rest of the Phantasm movies? Um, whenever they become more readily available, it's like they all get broken up on different streaming services, and then sometimes uh, you can watch them, and sometimes you can't. I didn't kind, know kind of thing. Is there a Hellraiser game? I heard there was a Lost NES game. NES. That sounds know. weird. Uh, I don't know actually. I mean, mm. if they wouldn't allow crosses to be in their games, I doubt they would approve a game with hell in the title. Probably. I guess so. Uh, I watched Predator and Predator 2. Uh, What's your favorite? There's an unreleased Hellraiser game. Yep, so Dates back to 1990. Color Dreams made it. <laughs> oh my god. That's interesting. Yeah. Do I look like I believe in God? That's what he says in fucking Hellraiser 4. <laughs> there it is. But no, um, What's my favorite Predator? Uh... I don't know because I, I, I'm well. It's one still so far, but I haven't watched the rest of this fucking series still. Well, I'm saying like versus one and two because like I, I like I like two, but it just doesn't have the same fucking flair like the first one. No, it's weird. Like my whole life, I, I've always heard people shit on Predator two, and then I watch it. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good action movie. I kind of like it. It's mm-hmm. it's good. I, it's one of those things where Predator. It's not that it's a gimmick, but there are diminishing returns to a point and predator one, such a good film for what it is. Yeah. Uh, so like doing it again, you can't surprise anybody again with that. Right. Like you have to come up with something completely different or crazy. And then it's no longer that movie. I mean, I'm not saying you can't make a good, another good sequel. Cause I mean, I, I like predator too. I think it's fine. I watched a few of the other predator movies and like they're, I like to watch the, the newest one. I've heard it's okay too. Prey. Prey. Yeah. I think it's, is that what it's called? The one with, uh, like they come and it's like Native American yeah. colony. Well, I want to yeah. see that one too. I never saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, it's pretty. I'm gonna watch the the rest of these, I guess. But Predator Two was was pretty good. Predator One is fucking awesome. Yeah, Predator Predator One's the best one. Jesse Ventura's in it. He's fucking awesome. And I don't know. I guess he's probably my favorite character. And then he dies. And the fuck. Me. Hey Tony, I, we Tony. can't see the enemy. Uh, give me your gun. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> He's bleeding. He does. He's saying he doesn't give a fuck that he's bleeding. Yeah. Uh, And then, of course, I watched Terminator One. I I gave my thoughts on it. You know, earlier. It's uh, I. I, That's my favorite one. Um. Uh. I watched Salem's Lot for the first time. Ooh, I want to hear your opinion. Uh, I liked it pretty well. It's very long though when you watch it all in that one sitting. Mm-hmm, I think it's a for, miniseries. Yeah, it was like a two-part like thing on TV. Uh, Toby Hooper directed that. Uh, really? Guy who did Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the next time I watch it or I go to show it to people, I'm going to find out where they cut it off at originally and stop it there, and then watch the second part because that, that that's the only thing about it was it was like to sit there and watch it all the way through it kind of ran out of steam for me a little bit mm-hmm. and around like the you know last 30 minutes or whatever 
Uh, but it was cool. I actually liked it pretty well. Um, mm-hmm. And then I found out they made a sequel, and apparently it sucks. Yeah, don't watch the sequel. <laughs> and it has, like, nobody involved in it from the original. Stephen King just, like, says, nah, it's stupid. Don't it's... see it. <laughs> I like the way the vampires look in it, though. It was, it was cool. Um, I recommend it to anybody. That has it's a modernization it. of Dracula. It kind movie. of is. Yeah, yeah. It's like Stephen King's take on a Dracula, mm-hmm. uh, more or less. I've been watching this Castlevania retrospective that got linked to me because I've uh, been badgering somebody I know to watch uh, uh, action button reviews, and they they kind of are, but because they're so long, and he he watches stuff on like this really slow drip, like it'll shave off five ten minutes here and there. It's like agonizing. I'm always trying to people get people to watch those, and they they save the link and they just they don't do it. It's like they don't do watching it. bits. Well, uh, anyway, he's like, here, he linked me that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I started watching it, and it was cool. And uh, uh, it's a good retrospective, and I found out some information I didn't know about previously, like whatever happened to the original creator of Castlevania. Wait, um, I have to bring this up because you said your friend, the same friend that watches Action Button and Drips because it's so long, the same video that he linked you is seven hours. Yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. It's not because of lack of attent- attentiveness, somewhat. Uh, it's just that it's more like lack of free time. Uh, so, I don't know. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I learned about uh, Hitoshi Akamatsu, the guy who originally directed Castlevania, the first three games, and why he just dropped off the face of the earth and you never hear about his, his name or anything. <laughs> it's because he basically got drove out of the business. Uh, like so many other Japanese devs tend to from around that time. Uh, but I stopped at Rondo of Blood, like just finished him talking about Rondo of Blood. And the guy who directed Rondo of Blood is, is interesting. Uh, originally got his start. It's not Igarashi. He comes in on Symphony of the Night, I guess. Yeah, he comes but, over from Toki Meki Memorial. Yeah. Uh, but like... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name because this, this is a new name I've just learned. But uh, he got his start directing the second Game Boy game. The first one was not liked very well. The second one's sl- supposed to be good. Yeah, the second one's good. Well, he, he shores up a lot of the weaknesses that the first one had where it's like it didn't get the formula right like on Game Boy and it was hard as fuck because of like weird hitboxes and shit. Uh he fixed it, and I think he made another Game Boy game that, that was also received well after that or something. And then he went straight to Rondo of Blood. And that's like the bones of like what the rest of the series kind of turned into is Rondo of Blood, really. Yeah, Rondo is really the basis for it because of how like it sets the tone for what Symphony is, and that's what carried the series from there. Over like the next like twenty years, well, kind of like at least what people like look back and revere. I mean, there's also the 3D era stuff, which is kind of it's uh, a mixed bag, very divisive. I mean, uh, I, I'm down a hill. There, there, there are a couple of those 3D games that I I would die on a hill for and say they're very good uh, <laughs> games people should play, but they're certainly objectively not good games. You guys ready to be offended? Oh, sure. No. You know, in Castlevania, I played with uh, Lord of Shadows, the one that <laughs> Kojima produced. Oh, that's the only oh, one you've played? Oh, Lord of Shadows yeah. is really good, though. Like, yeah, I mean, that's it's a fun it's, game. 
Oh, oh yeah, fucking okay. Patrick Stewart is narrating it, and then he's the villain. It's like most people yeah. like that game that did play it. Uh, it's it's yeah. got some detractors. A lot of people call it a God of War ripoff and just want to dismiss it. I mean, yeah, it's, like it's still fun. Just because it's uh, derivative doesn't mean it's not entertaining. I know it's the only Castlevania game I beat and played. Well, <laughs> and there's like the spoiler thing at the end of it, but then like they they really shit all over that with, with what they move forward with. Because they had such, such a cool premise of, of that, of Belmont becoming Dracula is so cool. But then, pfft. well, I'm not going to uh, browbeat you and say, oh, you play the rest of the series, but you should probably you should try to play more of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's good. You should play it. That's kind of that, actually Ronda, play it. Symphony, play one. Yeah, I was going to say like this, like play yeah, play Super and one just to know what they are for nostalgia. But you have no reason like Symphony of the Night is one of the best games ever made. Yeah. Like, like just play it like independent of genre or console. It's just one of the best video games ever made. You know. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, God, I, I uh, go back to that game like once a year. R- Rondo Blood though is, I think, my favorite Castlevania. It, it's either that or um, Bloodlines for me. Bloodlines uh, is fucking awesome too. Honestly, all this this I know Rondo is technically an eight bit game. Whatever the, this the Turbo Graphics got a bunch of add ons to give it more power. Uh, but I consider it a 16-bit. Uh, yeah, no, it's the same generation in my book. Too, all, but, all the 16-bit yeah. Castlevanias fucking rule. They're all different from each other. They are. Um, yeah, super's good. Uh, and Rondo, like like we were saying before, kind of that brick foundation, and then Bloodlines builds onto that, and then you get Symphony. I mean, I'm a sucker for it. The first one I remember truly playing was Symphony too. But same uh, here. It's so that was my first Sym- exposure. But I mean, Symphony's yeah, by far it's one of my favorite games ever. So it's it's like head and shoulders to me. It's it's my favorite. But I also appreciate the series. I love the series separately for what it is. Those old games are hard as fuck too. Uh, especially uh, like two and three are so odd in some Three's ways. Three's hard. It's hard as fucking all They're hell. So fucking good though. Uh, what but, sucks like, about three is they made it more difficult for the Western release. It's like artificially harder than like what the Japanese release oh, is. That's interesting. They, that happened a lot back then uh, for some reason. I think it was because uh, uh, sometimes I heard it had something to do with the rental market uh, where like they know, well, Americans rent games in Japan. It was actually illegal to rent games in Japan. I think it might still, still be. is. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, they're not worried about that shit, but in America, it's like, oh man, in America and Europe, you can rent games. That means we have to make them fucking harder. Oh yeah, and- that was that was the whole thing. That was the whole like craze when, as we were growing up. Every fucking game, you're like, oh yeah, that's my favorite cartoon or my favorite movie, Disney movie or whatever, and you go and you're like, this is hard as fuck. It's because God damn it, why is it so hard? Whole, it's because <laughs> the rental industry, fucking blockbuster. Uh, yeah, it wasn't their fault. No, nah, it's but, not their fault. It was yeah, cog in the machine. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of all I've been watching. I did finish a book, but it's short. I'm gonna save it for like fucking next week or something. Talk about it. Okay, I'm done. You done? I'm fucking done. <laughs> yeah, Toru Hagihara was the that was the name I think for Hagihara was the yeah the guy that directed Rondo Blood the mm-hmm. Game Boy games. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, guys, we don't have any news. Um. It's- just some CM Punk news, but we'll talk about that on getting some color because some Hogan shit, like Chaz said. But um, and, uh, getting some color is delayed once more because I have to do work obligations. Yes. 
Don't worry, dirt sheets will entertain us with their stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, fuck. I can't deal with that single brain celled middle school bullshit. That fucking shit. They're, honestly, they're they're responsible for a lot of this still. It's like it's, honestly, yeah. Like people should stop reading their shit. Like, because if we just ignore them, they won't get money and they'll go away. But that's how mm-hmm. it is. That's how it is. But if you want to catch, getting some color, lost in nightmares, big trouble podcasts. Uh, podcasts to surpass Metal Gear when it eventually comes out. Make sure you go on all podcast services. Also, we're on YouTube. So look up uh, Big Trouble of Podcasts, Couch Entertainments, and on my Twitch. Um, we're on JoeDubs35. Um, but yeah, next week, remember Death Sentence. And I'm also going to be announcing what our new format's going to be from here on out. So uh, for Big Trouble of Podcasts. But until next time, everybody, we will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening. Hasta la vista, baby. I'm trying to Stop find... weapons. I'm trying to find a... You know Fair, whack! It's gear! Whack! It's jewelry! Whack! It's footsteps! Whack! The way that he talks! Whack! The way that he doesn't even like to smile! 